0: From Yarm to Yibbe, Harrington to Horsley Hill, Swarwell to Silverlink. The Northeast Footy Breakfast with Roy, Steve and Ted.
1: Right across the Northeast. The red, the and the cat.
2: Welcome! Good morning, all. Good morning. Good morning.
3: How the oh. devil are you? Good morning all, good and Good uh, morning everybody! Point of order
4: as well, before we start the madness on here, uh, we'll just pass our best wishes on to King George, the th- uh, yes. King Charles the third, who has uh, been diagnosed with cancer last night, uh, not good, obviously been in for a, a routine prostate and uh, now found some other cancer, so... Yeah, our thoughts with the Royal Family, Harry Jetton back into yep. the UK, Prince William having to step up as the King steps back from public duties, but uh, our thoughts uh, with um, the Royal Family at this awful time, Absolutely. moving yeah. well back said, to you mate. Ted, it's well your said. show mate.
2: Well indeed, but it is also a timely reminder for the lads out there, to, you know, give yourself a little check over lads, there's nothing, no shame in that, if yep. there's anything yep. weird going on down there, go and get a check out yep. for uh we can all talk about it. It's uh, not to be ashamed of it all. So, yes, give the, no, give the undercarriage a once-over, I would say. Yep. <laughs> no. Did no. I get that out without sounding too weird? No, it was Or am good. I just drawing totally attention like to 19, the fact that... No. So I'm right, drawing it. attention to it. Now I'm making it weird. Now I'm making it weird by talking about it. Right, yeah, moving on. away from the undercarriage.
5: <laughs> a really important <laughs> message.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Yes, it is. Thank you. Thanks for rescuing that, does. <laughs> so, what have we got for you today? We have, well, obviously, we've got what the fact, because it's my short. It's today, back. So that that's going to be a little belt. It is back indeed. Uh, Daniil's already been on Twitter saying I'm, I'm, I saw he just that. has a feeling it's going to be a tough one today, and I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's one of those you're either going to get it immediately or it's going to really take you some time to get it. But uh, yeah, so we've got we'll get one. It immediately. We have chat Does what is the chat today? today?
5: Uh, well, we, we we've got two. Uh, we've got stadiums that sound like footballers, and we've got fo- <laughs> footballers that sound like stadiums. Uh, so. Um, Yeah, we've got a few examples uh, that have come in on the social media. We've got a few that uh, we've come together, so we'll have a chat about that at some point this morning as well, I'm sure.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, With Neil Warnock, we are going to talk Neil Warnock. He's back in management. He's 75. Sharon's going to be livid, absolutely livid, all the way up to Aberdeen, so we're going to have a little chat about that. We're going to have a chat about goal celebrations, lads. Obviously, there's uh, been some criticism of Arsenal, Uh, potentially over-celebrating the win at the weekend. Uh, So we're going to have a look at or a chat about the -the over-the-top celebrations, some of the understated ones, or some players not even celebrating at all. So we're going to talk about your best, your worst, your most memorable, all that sort of carry on. Um, three former Sunderland managers are uh, All in the running for the Republic of Ireland job So we're going to talk about the runners Ooh. and riders For that one I don't think one of them's a runner I don't think he's ever run in his life Since he retired from playing for Man United But there you go um, <laughs> <laughs> We're also, we're also we're going to go off-piste A little bit here lads and That's a little clue as well Ooh. Yes, off-piste Don't worry It's, right. it's French, <laughs> French. I'm, I'm multicultural maybe <laughs> uh, He's on the button so He's thanks. on the button <laughs> Thanks to the growing popularity of the darts, Bullseye is coming back. Right, I don't the other Bullseye. Yeah. Have you ever Brilliant. seen any
3: sports? No, no. Can't beat a bit of bullying. The Bullseye greatest. we've got is with, you know, sheep and actual bulls.
2: Oh, right well, in Australia. <laughs> this was one of the greatest game shows of all time. But We'll take you through, them. we'll walk you through Bullseye, but okay. for the rest okay. of you out there, Bullseye is coming back Paddy McGuinness apparently reported to be uh, heading that one up oh. so I got me all retro last night thinking of what TV classics would you love to bring back now there's some there's some northeast gems out there that I'd love to bring back so uh, Steve Daz if, if you can think of any other the classics Rye TV shows that you to see, love to see come oh, back ones that we've heard Halsy of Halti Towers oh. here it is Gilligan's Island oh here we are Ooh.
5: The Jetsons. Mm. The that Jetsons. The oh, meet George Jetsons. 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 Jane, his wife. Yeah, I love the you Jetsons. The get out the get
4: into set. the Reds. Nothing in this game for two in a bed, lads. Two a bed, <laughs> look at what oh, you yes. could have won.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and if they did win, they lived in Norwich, but they'd won a speedboat. Yeah, oh, one, yeah, just yeah. <laughs> the the non- <laughs>
4: non-dark player goes first.
2: Yes. Oh, man. Tony. Well, so Tony, green. How, Tony green. Tony Green. Tony Green. <laughs> he was the he was the OG of dart announcers, wasn't he? I yeah. mean, brilliant.
3: Uh, yes, yeah, so and it's not well, one uh, to bring back. But the wheel. You know, do you guys have the wheel? The song that the wheel plays. Nah, just the wheel. Have you seen that one? Michael McIntyre just won. Yeah, 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 one. Yeah, that one. That yeah. one. The wheel. The wheel. Yeah, oh, that song is. Oh my goodness! See, I you know every time. For
2: about four or five years now, so I don't think I've had the displeasure of seeing that. It, it sounds awful. Yeah, of course,
4: you uh, lads <laughs> will know. You <laughs> lads, you lads will know as well. I'm a big fan of Blake Seven. Um, yeah. Very, uh, yes. very upset as yes. an 11 year old. I wrote to the BBC uh, when really? in Series Four, uh, Episode 13, they killed off all the cast. Uh, oh. So I wrote to the BBC, and um, they kindly wrote back saying, "All good things must come to an end." Uh, but, yeah, yeah, they should they should do a revamp of Blake 7. It was great. Without oh, the wobbly sets. Wow, I tell you what, sci-fi wow. royalty,
2: that, mate. That was groundbreaking. Yeah, it was,
4: really was yes, yeah, it was.
2: Yeah, fantastic. No, I, I, I couldn't imagine, could imagine little Steve writing a letter to the BBC, like, outraged, <laughs> <laughs> you know?
4: Well, well, I, well I was. He uh, wrote one got Yesterday. So- I've still actually got the um, I still actually got the audio tape. My mum passed away a couple of years ago as, as you guys yeah. know and I had um, I found the audio tape and I can actually still recite every single word of that particular last episode because I used to listen it wow. on my own wow. cassette recorder and at the end of wow. it when all of me all of them have di- uh, all of them have died <laughs> you can hear us crying in the background I'm Aww. sobbing uncontrollably <laughs> and all you hear is me mum coming in and she goes would you like some milk and biscuits oh, oh that's a classic oh, that's adorable oh I'm going to do mine. it now
3: okay, <laughs> Jeez, all of that comes from Bullseye <laughs> it, yeah. is weird, it
4: is yeah. no, it is
2: adorable. Adorable. But the, there good. are some absolute classics we will get to that one but uh, yeah the other the other things we're going to cover off as well fans in Hong Kong they were screaming for refunds last night as a local yeah, yeah, I saw uh, that. not last Crazy. night a couple of nights ago yeah, facing into Miami and friendly with Messi left on the bench. I mean, imagine paying the money to go and see that and then Messi just sit on the bench the whole game. I find that hilarious because I'm not that big a fan of Messi. But um, yeah, we'll have a little chat about that. And Poch as well. Chelsea, Chelsea are concerned about sacking and Poch. Uh, because it, it, they would basically have to take a £10 million hit, which is, uh, which would see them fall into FFP. Uh, so that's, that's just incredible. Cheers to Steve for, for, for putting Brilliant. that one on the list as well. We'll have a chat about that. But you all know we have to start with some
4: club headlines first.
5: We certainly mm. do. Some proud
0: Mags news.
4: Alexander Izak is set to miss the next two Newcastle United games against Notts Forest and AFC Bournemouth. When off for an update on the £63 pounds striker in the aftermath of the 4-4 draw with Luton. Eddie Howe explained that Izak wasn't close to playing against the Hatters and they don't think it's a serious injury but it will rule him out of the next couple of games. The next Premier League TV games were released on Monday with Newcastle's visit to Stamford Bridge and home fixture against West Ham both rescheduled. Eddie Howe's side will face Chelsea, get this, in the capital on Monday March the 11th at 8 o'clock at night on Sky Sports. With the visit of West Ham to St James's Park now at 12:30 start on Saturday, March the 30th, live on TNT Sports. United's away game against Crystal Palace remains a three o'clock kickoff on Saturday, March the 16th, but will be postponed if the Magpies defeat Blackburn Rovers in the FA Cup quarter-final ties, and that competition schedule to take place during that weekend. Monday brought confirmation that England national team had a stage friendly match ahead of Euro 24 at St James's Park. Gower Southgate, who has no idea where St James's Park is, will come up against Bosnia and Herzegovina on Monday, June the 3rd. The first stage of tickets are on sale from Monday, the 26th of February to members of England's travel club before My England football members will have access from Friday, the 8th of March. Remaining tickets will go on general sale from the 8th of March as well. This will be the eighth time England have played at St James's Park, but it will be their first visit since 2005. That's in Newcastle United headlines on Tuesday morning.
0: Smoggies and proud, Borough News.
4: Good morning, Borough
3: fans. The best club news headlines in the world. Here you go. Kieran Scott has joined the lads on the 12th Man podcast. To discuss all things Borough in what was an incredible insight and questioning by the lads, Kieran was asked about all things currently weighing down on Borough fans' minds. Kieran spoke about the craziness of the January transfer window and how it doesn't really give you a chance to plan or to act uh, quickly if something does fall, pulling in a very difficult window for players and prices that were asked. When asked about Borough's need for a striker and how we didn't land one in the window, Kieran said. Kieran Steve is a fantastic owner and he supported us financially and we tried our best, but it, and it wasn't through a lack of trying, but we just refused to throw money down the drain. We didn't think there was a striker that was achievable achievable for us to get that would suit our style of play and without having to go with an element of risk. A player could come in and still need five to six games to get going and get settled. We could have pleased everyone and throw money uh, at anyone but we just didn't wanna throw a load of money down the drain. And on the sale of Morgan Rogers, Kieran also said, it was caught everyone by surprise how aggressive Aston Villa moved for Rogers, And it was only after the time that, it was only after we had played them in the FA Cup. Hey, Villa, you cheekies. Uh, They said that they made an offer as we, uh, and the club rejected it and thought it was going to be, that was the end of it. But then the boys' head was turned and Villa came back with an offer very quickly and we thought it was fair. You can catch more on that uh, interview, which is absolutely incredible on the 12th Man podcast and on Spotify on YouTube. Just to type in 12th Man. And finally, a dramatic final day showdown saw Burroughs' under-21s advance to the knockout stage of the Premier League Cup, thanks in part to a first half blitz at Birmingham. Goals from AJ Bridge, AJ Matthews and Laura McCabe were just rewards for a whirlwind of the opening 45 minutes before Matthews rounded off the scoring with a class Finish minutes from time. How's the AJs getting us through? Well done, under 21s. Well done, 12th man. In fantastic interview. That's your morning borough headlines. AJ Rye signing out.
0: Macams and Proud Black Cats News.
2: Good morning, Sunderland fans. Dan Ballard says he's finally no longer worrying about injuries for perhaps the first time in his Sunderland career. Personally I feel really good, Ballard told Sky Sports, I feel in a good spot. It's nice just going at the games, being able to concentrate on the football and enjoy your football rather than thinking about other things like injuries. Being injury free has also contributed to Dan Ballard adding goals to his game this season. He scored three so far, making it his best goal scoring season of his career to date. New Sunderland signing Romain Mundell played just over an hour as the Black Cats under-21 side beat Bristol City 1-0 to progress to the knockout stages of the Premier League Cup last night. Hemiya scored the game's only goal as he was set up by Adil Oshish in the 77th minute at Appleton Corrie Revolve After both players were unused to substitutes during Sunderland's 1-0 draw against Middlesbrough on Sunday. And finally, Sunderland women return to Continental Tyres League Cup action as they make the trip to Kingsmeadow to face Chelsea tomorrow night, kick off at 7pm. The lasses are one of two championship teams through to the quarter-final of the competition after topping Group A with 10 points. The winners of the four games will be placed into the semi-final draw, set to be played on March the sixth and seventh, with the final being played at Wolves Molyneux Stadium on March the thirty-first. Best of luck to your lasses. There, are your Sunderland headlines.
0: From Wickham to Whitley Bay, Stonygate to Shields, Doggy to Darlow Back Lane, Steve, Ted, and Rye. The Northeast Footy Breakfast.
1: Right across. The red
5: and card. And you can get in touch with the Northeast East 40 Breakfast uh, as always via the WhatsApp 030 043 2002. We'd love to hear from you this morning. and Get in touch with the lads Steve, Ted, and Rye on 030 043 2002.
2: What's that? Oh, no, 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 no. That's not a thing. No. That's not a thing. I'm with you
5: on this one, Ted. I'm with you.
2: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, me, me, me toes are actually under my foot now. They're, they're curling that much. It's horrendous.
4: It's horrendous. First thing I'm going to say oh. when I meet you in the flesh. When you get the end. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Screaming across Northumberland Street. <laughs> <laughs> I'll
2: just carry on walking. <laughs> <laughs> so, lads, we're, we're going to do the first clip of What The Fact very shortly, but I, I just want to talk about Neil Warnock for a second. Yeah. Back in management, it's, it's 75 years old, Oh, now he's not the only one Roy Hodgson's still in the game Dick Advocat's still doing a spot of international management as well why are these golden oldies still enjoying it I mean surely they'll be you know chomping at the bit to retire after you know, what they've been through and the stress of management Steve first of all I mean great to have Neil Warner back because he's great for a quote he's, you know, he could <laughs> fill a show for hours with what he has to say but what what is it about the game that's bringing these guys back
4: it's got to be, well, it's got to be boredom, I think, first of all. I mean, I think yeah. it, it doesn't matter who you are. If, if you, if you you know, semi-retire or, or you retire and you, you haven't got something to fill your time in, then, you know, you, you're literally going to be, you know, bouncing off the walls. Um, not everybody's a gardener and uh, not everybody likes going out for a walk. Um, you know, not everybody is, you know, is, 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 is in for sitting in the house listening to, classic FM and reading a book it's like retirement's different for everybody and I I just don't think I just don't think Neil Warnock knows anything else I think um he he enjoys the day-to-day banter and the crack and I think it doesn't matter what level you play at I think all of us have played at some level of like you know sport you know football obviously the the dressing room banter is something you can never replace and I I think that's part of parcel of it with Neil Warnock and Clearly, he feels he's got something to offer still to the game. And I think the other attraction for this particular job is that he's never managed in the Scottish League. Um, and there yeah. will be a little bit of him thinking, Phew, you know, um, there's, there's an opportunity here to potentially upset the apple cart and, and, and you know, maybe he's win a trophy. And that's always going to be the attraction to a manager, isn't it? The fact that he thinks that he can. Do something, um, you know, to to change, you know, Aberdeen's fortunes. And there's going to be a, a there's got to be a small hint of ego stroke. I, narcissism makes it sound awful, but I think a little bit of yeah. there's got to be a little bit of that within the person as well. And, and and you've you've mentioned it already. How good, you know, he's good copy for the local press and for the TV yes, networks absolutely. and the radio station. He's certainly going to put Aberdeen on the map again for you know for the right reasons with some of the stuff that he comes out with. Um, but I just think it's a fascinating appointment and then I think you know age is a number I think we've seen it you know and, and spoken um, we've seen it spoken about you know certainly with regards to TV presenters I think you know Selena Scott Angela Rippon um, et al who um, you know were were more or less taken away from you know Big big shows on the BBC, but then ended up, you know, reuniting and doing their own show on, you know, on a network. Yeah. And and I think, you know, age is literally just a number. If you're capable of doing the job, you shouldn't let age get in the way. So, you know, fair play to to, to Neil Warnock for doing it. Roy Hodgson, you know, he's he's. It's slightly different for Roy at the moment. Um he went back to Crystal Palace last season to do a favor for uh you know for, to do a favor for Parish. Um you know yeah. because you know they were clearly struggling they were they were heading towards a relegation battle. Um he got them out of it. Got them into the mid table and you know took the credit, took the plaudits and I think really what Neil what 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 Roy Hodgson should have done then was say, "Look, you know, you need to appoint somebody to take the club forward. I'm happy to step upstairs, move, move it, move up the board level, and help you. But you know, I think it's time you brought in a younger manager. And I think that's unfortunately the position that Neil Warnock, uh, Neil Warnock, Roy Hodgson finds himself in now yeah. is that he's he's struggling." Um, you know, it, it started to catch up with them a little bit, and that's that's sad to see because you know we're now seeing Crystal Palace, you know, get you know getting beaten week after week after week, and not just getting beaten, yeah. getting beaten convincingly. They're sliding towards a relegation battle themselves, and um, it's sad to see because because Roy Hodgson doesn't deserve that, and I think no, Paris he's been a def- very good manager. He is, yeah, Parrish is under pressure at the minute and he needs to, I think what he needs to do he needs to give Roy Hodgson a lifeline here he certainly needs to give him a bit of a a, he he needs to give him a thank you and he needs to give him a job, you know, a job upstairs um, and and potentially relieve him of his position but, you know, it might be too late now and there's always one team that drops like a stone it looks like it's Palace but yeah, good luck to Neil Warnock I I am looking forward to his interviews I don't watch a great deal of Scottish football I've got to be perfectly honest but with Neil Warnock going up there it's certainly going to be box office
2: right I mean you've got first-hand experience of Warnock as a, as a Middlesbrough manager as well do you think he's I mean obviously I don't think he's what, what you would call a cutting-edge coach he's not you know going to bring all the latest technology and all the latest ticky-tacky football but what he does bring is, is great man management what you say, and do you think that's that's kind of the key to why he's still successful and still kind of wanted by football teams at that age? Good talk, right. Yeah. Excellent.
3: Um Thanks. so <laughs> Nice response there. And I'm
2: back, he's, and back. back. he's back. And I'm
5: back. <laughs> and I'm back
3: and I'm back. Uh, it's a bit of an ex Middlesbrough affair there, funny enough, because it's actually Barry Robson that got the sack. Uh, yeah. obviously the ex uh, midfielder oh, yes. and then Neil Warnock going in. So it is a bit of a bit of Middlesbrough affair, but it's um, it's great to see Neil Warnock always in management. You can never sort of write that man off. He was—he uh, was going to go on tour as well. Uh, I'm not sure what type of uh, concert or show he was going to be putting on, but that would have been funny in its, in itself. But yeah, up to Aberdeen, uh, quite the trip from Cornwall. Uh, I, I saw Specsavers as well putting a tweet out saying, "Please leave our uh, referees alone in the Scottish League, Neil, because uh, we sponsor them." So uh, that's going to be funny to watch as well. Actually <laughs> done uh, that. Yeah, look, I think it's. Um, I think it's a it's a it's a great appointment. Neil Neil's someone that goes in and fixes fixes clubs. He's kind of like the mechanic, isn't he? Really, he goes in yeah. uh, for a short tenure and gets the boys playing well. He tells them and puts them back on track. We look at Huddersfield, who were falling, you know, so quickly, uh, probably down into League One, and he sort of went in there, um, did a job, uh, and got them back. Now they obviously you can see. You know they've they've had Darren Moore they've sacked him now they're looking for another match uh, sorry another manager within 12 months uh and it just shows you how you know good Neil he did a job of Huddersfield and how hard it is to manage them yeah. so yeah look he, he's going to go in he's going to get the boys playing you know proper football he'll probably set it steady the ship he'll talk about finances he'll tell the old players that are there or they're not good enough that you know they're not wanted anymore and you know be the bad man and the good guy at the same time and then leave at yeah. the end of the season but uh Yeah, I think I think it's more Sharon, uh, his wife. He always talks about Sharon wanting him to get out of the house and stop annoying us. So I think it's more him uh, getting told by the missus to to get out of the house and go get some work. So he's off to Aberdeen now, which you couldn't be further away from. Quite
2: shocked. (laughs) (laughs) Aberdeen's a bit of a (laughs) trek.
3: Not wrong, not wrong. But yeah, good on him. It's great to see him always in management because then you you get the best clips and you know the best information. uh, Sorry, the best like sort of. Uh, interviews you could ever see from Neil he's always yep. a class act but I think he's a he's a great man management like you said but he's he, he, for me he's the, he's the mechanic he goes into a club uh and he, and he sorts them out and he gets them you know back on track and then another manager comes in which I don't know if that's you know you, you know if that's a good thing for him or or, or or not but uh you know for him to go in for a short time and and, and do you know get Aberdeen back on track is is only a good thing yep. and he's a he's a fantastic character.
2: I mean, first of all, I mean, Aberdeen, you, you forget that these guys have won European trophies. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. they were Sir Alex, the one we club that could break up the Celtic and Rangers' uh, stranglehold oh, yeah. at the top of the, the Scottish Premier League at one time. Uh, obviously, you know, fallen on a bit harder times these days, but... They've had some players, and it's 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 an interesting one for him, you know, to, to follow in the footsteps of Alex Ferguson. All right, not not the red shirted football club he might have wanted to follow Alex Ferguson yeah. into, but they you know, a little bit different. But for me, Warnock is the the undisputed king of getting players to overperform. Mm, and yeah. you know, I'll I'll give you an example. Terapt is probably the, the greatest example I can think of. That oh, a, yeah. a kid with with all the talent in the world, just bad attitude. And, and, you know, I don't know whether you could call it lazy, but just nobody could kind of get a tune out of him and, and get that you know get that player from, from within actually performing on the pitch. And I think Warnock is the only person who's, who's done that. And there's the, the famous video where he said he, he saw him on the training pitch and knew straight away, like, he's the guy who's going to save QPR. And he went over to him and said... I'm going to start you this weekend, and if you're crap, I'm going to start you the game after that. And if you're rubbish after that one, I'm still going to start you the game after that. And you can see this kid like going like, because I believe in you, you know? And, and and giving that self-belief to players who just maybe, you know, th- th- to use the popular expression, just need an arm around them. You know, I've, yeah, I've got yep, I've got no yep. doubt in my mind that Warnock's a hairdryer treatment one when he needs to be. I've Absolutely. seen the, the videos of Sheffield United. Yep. But to be able to get the best out of players who... And maybe underachieving I can't think of many people better than Warnock Daz, would you agree no. with that? Yeah,
5: absolutely Man management is his absolute um, You know, that's that's his key um, yeah. You know And wasn't it recently that Pep said He he, he rings him up t- to get advice from him yeah. uh, does, Which yeah. I think is brilliant um, One of the things I mean, 1,626 games He's managed in English football uh, And he's, he's, right. he's targeting uh, the Scottish Cup, winning the, S- the Scottish Cup, um, and because he said he's never won a cup, he's wow. never won a cup. Oh, One thousand six hundred twenty-six wow. games, he's never won a cup. Um, so that's what he's setting his sights on at Aberdeen. Uh, I wish him all the best. You know, I think he's yeah. a, he's, he's great, um, great for the game, um, and and also great that, that he's, you know he, he was of, He's often seen as, as as a dinosaur, isn't he? You know it. <laughs> and, and you said it yourself, Ted. You know he's not. He's probably not up to date with all the, the latest trends and technology and what have you. But he doesn't need to be. You know when you're that good no. at getting the best out of your players, who who maybe aren't the best players. Um, but if when you're that good, you don't you don't necessarily need all that stuff. Um, I, I it's wish.
3: Paddy Kenny though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Paddy <laughs> Kenny will come out of retirement straight into gold. <laughs> Watch. He,
2: he got some performances out of him as well. Because I'll tell you what, Paddy Kenny you? was never any good anywhere else where, without one, yeah, yeah. he? he was, again, he was that's, a Nick Warren official, that guy. <laughs>
3: yeah,
2: absolutely. Can I mean, this goalkeeper, Nick The players he got a tune out of, uh, Andy Gray, not the good Andy Gray, I mean, the terrible one that used to play for Sunderland <laughs> as well. Hmm. Like, it, it made him look like a, you know, an absolute top end striker it was incredible <laughs> yeah. that we would, we would get a tune out of these players, but anyway yeah. we are steamrollering towards the news but, Daz have you got the button ready, not that button not the one that mutes me <laughs> I, I'm always ready on that yeah, one. You that one? <laughs> <laughs> of course, I've got it ready. What 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 what, emphasise- what what
5: what what <INGS> what what it's what what it's what 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 what
2: what 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 So, if you're new to this and you're wondering if we've all just had some sort of nasty (laughs) breakdown... No, we haven't. Uh, We're we're fine, honestly. Uh, I've got an interesting football fact. I think it's interesting. You might not, but I do. I think it's interesting. I'm going to give you four clues to guess what the fact. Your first clue today... Not everyone's over the moon with a record signing.
3: Not everyone's over the moon... Had a record it's signing. A record sign. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. What's your initial thoughts there, Steve? What do you reckon? Over the moon? Moon's got something to do with it.
4: Mm, yeah. I Don't mean, Man, Man City have like the blue signs. moons? Don't Man yeah, City do.
3: talk about blue moons or something?
4: Yeah, it could mm. be could be somebody who's made a controversial signing from one club to another. Somebody who goes from Newcastle to Sunderland, kind of thing, or Manchester City to Manchester oh, United. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Not everyone is over the moon at the record signing. Okay.
4: Alfonso Alves.
3: Um, <laughs> you know, springs to mind. What
4: was that? Yeah. Who was, was
2: he about the... 46 when he signed?
3: He was, yeah. Wow.
5: Jeez. I mean, a moon, we'll it, it could also mean bottom as well.
3: Oh, yeah. Could it? Not oh. everyone's over the bottom. Could be Arsene. You guys are really <laughs> under <undercarried laughs> hey, huh? the carriage. just a name. Hey? <laughs> <laughs> Don't make it weird. It's yeah,
1: yeah,
4: yeah. <laughs> a good one. What do That's you a reckon? Good oh, That's a good clue. I'm get looking forward touch. to the second clue. Mm.
3: Yeah, come on. Danilo. How can people get in touch, Dazzy boy? You can get in
5: touch on our WhatsApp or double three or two thousand and two. Uh, we'd what love the? to hear from you. Love to hear from you this morning. <laughs> uh, and Steve, we have had a message uh, in. Uh, just an earlier comment. Uh, this is from uh, Alt. Uh, who said, uh, Steve, the tune will have that tape on your dossier.
4: Yes, you're uh, probably right <laughs> You are probably right.
5: <laughs> How are the lads, he says.
4: You know, you know when you or see or somebody... You see when somebody pulls out a big scroll in one of those old films and it just drops and rolls along the floor. That's my dossier you're joking aren't you like 7-5 as well somebody's writing it down yeah. right now I'm telling you. like Stephen J. Cannell at the end of the year team they'll be on the tape
1: right now <laughs>
4: <laughs> that, that is a very niche reference that yeah, one really man was. honestly Stephen
2: Saturday tea times. we are going to cover that actually we are going to cover classic TV shows because we want to oh, yeah. bring some back we, we want to spread some joy I'll tell you one of the ones that I thought of that, 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 from my childhood and obviously, two of you are going to identify with this right away. Geordie racer.
5: Wow! yeah. Yes. Geordie racer.
4: Jossie's giant. yes. oh, ra- giants. Oh, Jossie's giants. Wacky
3: racers. I remember Brian Robson one. being on Jossie's giants. One for me down here in Australia is uh, my grandma before we uh, my and my grandfather before he passed away. I always remember uh, staying over there on a Saturday night and they used to always have The Bill on. You guys remember The Bill? I don't oh, know oh yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah, of course. The yeah, Bill. Because yeah. they, they, they were both from England. Obviously, they came over here, you know, when they were young and uh, they would religiously watch The Bill with their dinner. And I remember sitting there going, what is this TV show? And it was The <laughs> Bill. And on Always Saturday night at my grandma and grandpa's house. And uh, wow. God rest wow. their soul. But, uh yeah, the Bill. That's, was, that's, uh, that's, was the that's a I core I was memory in.
2: you've just unlocked there, yeah. mate. That's yeah. a belt.
3: Yeah, yeah the Bill. Anyway, yeah, that was the one.
2: We'll, we'll, we'll catch up on that shortly. You know, classic TV shows, feel free to WhatsApp we'll yours in. The ones you'd love to bring back. But right now, I think we should have some sports headlines, really, shouldn't we?
0: Together across the Northeast.
1: The Cat and the Red.
2: And we're back we are indeed we are indeed so let, let's get it out of the way because we, we want to talk about a chat of Greece yes chat of Greece does what did you set
5: us last night well you know we have a chat of Greece on on our, our mid morning show every now and then and uh, it, it's it's a it's it's a it's a bit of an Alan Partridgeism uh, but it's basically a, a little topic that you can um, get involved with on the WhatsApp 2002, or via the social media which we've had uh, and it was uh, it was my son that I came up with it He didn't
4: this. say WhatsApp there <laughs> <laughs> He avoided it
5: yeah. Um, <laughs> um, So yeah, it was my son that came up with it It was footballers who sound like stadiums uh, or stadiums that sound like they could be people or footballers. Um so we start off with a few like Wayne Bridge. Uh, uh he definitely sounds like oh I was uh, yeah yep. we were down the Wayne Bridge at the weekend, yeah. Um yep. the the Mason Mount ground, yeah, that's uh, that's yes, definitely well sounds done. like a stadium. Uh, Mason Holgate as well, which I thought was a good yes. one. Um mm. for that. Uh, um oh, 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 the Portsmouth wigger, Paddy Lane. I like uh I like oh, that one. Well yes. Done. Um I'm well yeah. um, going down to watch my team I've at got Paddy a couple Lane. here.
3: Yeah. I've got a couple here. We got Grant Holt playing down at Grant Holt on Saturday. Oh, Don't yes. that one.
5: Yeah, Grant Holt. Lee
3: Camp, as in camp now, but Lee Camp. <laughs> but we're playing at Lee Camp. Uh Tyrone Mears, just going heading down to Tyrone Mears for my Monday night football at eight PM. <laughs> nice one there, Steve, by the way. Uh what else have we got here? We got uh Oh, oh, this one Neville Southall. Imagine meeting down at Neville, Neville Southall. Oh, Neville Southall, uh, that was yeah. a good one. What a ground no, that is, Neville, yeah. Neville, yeah. Yeah, Neville Southall. So few good ones there. Sent you. I,
2: I, I did have a couple. Um, I I went slightly off subject on a couple of them. Um, <laughs> I went for the I went for the scariest stadium that you could ever go to, which is
5: West Craven Cottage. Um <laughs> oh, <very good. laughs> I see what you've done there. I, yes, and we and we like this sort of creativity.
2: There's, there's a lovely old lady called Violetality, or Vi for short. Um, oh, Vitality, yes. Very, oh, yeah, yeah. There's, a, there's that, that guy in Manchester, Eddie Hard, uh, which he's, he's a bit of... Uh, he's, an old, he's, a, he's a friend of old Trev Ford. Um, yeah. Uh, there's, oh, there's, there's, do you know? There's the lad from good. the village who went and moved over to Spain, Bernie Bow. Um, he was, yeah, I think he's it was don valley's cousin you remember don no, valley yeah 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 yep. he used to kick about with anfield
1: yeah no um,
2: and then there's the, the the 1920s I inside left in. I, I, I honestly i don't know why but these these <laughs> come more freely than what <laughs> i, I did
3: Yes, yeah, you got way too uh, much time.
2: The, the first one I actually thought of just sounded like a 1920s footballer, Filbert Street. <laughs> <laughs> Please inside, left for West Ham. Yeah. Um. <laughs>
5: Uh, well, um, there, there is that uh, th- that woman who uh, plays in the WSL, Ellen Road Yes, uh, she's ah, she's a good player. Yes, Ellen. Uh, yeah, uh, well, as well as hat on the <laughs> weekend, as well as Victoria Park, she's great yes, in the WSL. she is good.
2: Uh, yes, yeah.
3: yeah, she was very good. Yeah, very strong like, defender. Um,
2: Victoria Park, I,
4: I knew Victoria I knew Park sounds up going like somebody who
2: was in centre <laughs> 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 I
4: knew I'd end up going last. year. You've, you've nicked all the best ones, but I did. I was hoping that you wouldn't get the one that I'd got. Um, a Belgian centre-back What about this For a stadium name Mark de Man Stadium
5: Mark de Man Oh Mark oh. de Man I like
3: that well Right i That's good, good. That's yeah. better um, Than the then
4: Then I went And then with Radio Dad Not being on this morning I thought I went down a bit of a wormhole As I often do And um, I thought Ah oh, there's There's a- Christ, there's a few where there's a few there's a few there's a few near the there's there's a few near the bone ones here. Anyone remember Raphael Scheit who used to play for Celtic? Um, It is pronounced Scheit. Yes, yes, the the Raphael Scheit stadium. I was also thinking itchy finger, (laughs)
1: itchy finger.
4: I was also thinking about that. or the German international who played in Euro '96. Uh, no, 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 um, no, 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 this, no. This, That yeah. would be another good. That would be another good one for the stadium. <laughs> so there we go. And uh, Areola, who played for West Ham. The Areola Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> and there was Paraguay's World Cup star as well. Uh, Cheeky uh, ass. Well. Yes. yes. Oh, do you know what I
5: love? I love that Steve's turned this into his own category here.
4: <laughs> it's
5: called... Just turned it into a carry-on film? You no, know, it's called... It's called it's getting so a funny. fine from Ofcon category. Ch- <laughs> <laughs> it's also
4: Jizz, jizz Horn Camp. <laughs> and who can forget Middlesbrough's own UV yes. Fox? Yes. Yes. Um, yes. yes,
5: yes, yes, yes. 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 Like, yes, yeah. thank yep. you for those days. All
2: of them genuine names, yeah. all of them. Yes. All yeah. genuine. So we can't <laughs> oh, get
5: told off for that. No, no,
3: no. No, well,
2: no. I've just sat for the last 40 seconds with my head in my hands, like, yes. what yeah. is yeah. Thinking, yeah. like, how am I going to film my mornings once oh, radio Don't do you put know. your oh, hands in if one. you
4: meet. Don't put your hands in your head if you've uh, shook hands with Yuri Zirkov, either, hey lads. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: um. So, you can add yours on social media if you go onto Facebook. Oh. Uh, we're on TikTok. We're on uh, Twitter uh, or X, uh, as well as on Instagram. Uh, just search for the cat or the tune or the red, uh, and you can add yours. Or you can WhatsApp us or 043 Uh Daniil had sent in a couple as well. Uh, Hi, um Hopefully,
2: a bit more clean. <laughs> uh, he said a, st- yeah, he's a got stadium. A mouth minge. <laughs>
5: Um stadiums that sound like footballers he's gone with uh, Santiago Bernabéu he's he's a good player him isn't he or yes. uh, winger yes, I think. I think. Yep. uh and footballers that sound like stadiums uh, Phil Parks um yeah yep. we're a big game yes. this weekend at Phil Parks uh, and I think yep. we had Grant Holt as well. Um, uh, well, I, when I was looking for an image to go on the Facebooks, uh, on the socials to to put this post out, um, I just searched for random stadium, uh, just stadium football stadiums. I searched for, and one of the first ones that came up was. Middle Fart Stadium, um, which is it's in Denmark. And again, Steve, it tickled me as well. Um, so, again, off topic, but I just liked saying Middle Fart Stadium, that's all. Um, so, on.
4: Well, this Roy Fathead was, a, was, it was, yes. a, was, was somebody who, uh, yeah, well, he, he was actually just a friend from school. Uh, and uh, Michael Gash from Kidderminster, uh, oh, right. the other
5: one. Okay, yes. Ted, move it on. <laughs> I,
2: I honestly don't know what to do <laughs> It's okay, we're not live now uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> Luke's got his work cut out this morning To get that podcast ready Right We'll, uh, we'll, we'll try and get things back on track a little bit And talk about some football Three former Black Cats managers In the running for the Republic of Ireland job lads Now this is a weird one We've already talked about one of them We talked about Roy Keane I think it was last week at, at some point and Steve you kind of had the feeling That an international job might be the, the ideal way for him To get back yeah. into management And use some of that undoubted talent and experience that he's got But another two names are in the hat One of them Steve Bruce and the <laughs>
1: other
2: one is... <laughs> oh, yeah, one. I, know. I was the big and did you see? <laughs> exactly. Oh, oh. St- Steve O'Bruce and on that one. Uh, Gus Poirier is the other one who's actually in, Ooh, in wow. the film for that. Now, Gus has had a couple of jobs around the world, really. And In fact, I think he was managing here in Cyprus at one point for a, for a short amount of time. But out of those three lads, I mean, Keno is obviously the standout one because it's Republic of Ireland he's a bit of a national hero with most people. Some people are still a bit funny about the way he was uh, sacked from the the squad in South Korea um, back in, what was it, 2006. Um, But yeah, he's the standout one for me, but Poirier, Bruce... Uh, It won't
4: won't be Poirier because it... it he won't be. He won't be. He's Greece international manager at the moment. Um, unless he steps down from that job, uh, I don't know how the. I don't know how Greece are doing. I'd be very surprised if he moves. You know, from Greece to. You know, to, to Ireland. I, I think it would be strange. But I think um, a potential Steve, slip up with Greece, though, isn't it? Well, there is. Yeah. <laughs> Steve Bruce is. Um, Steve, Steve Bruce has put Bruce himself in word. for anything. He puts his, he puts <laughs> himself in for anything. doesn't he? So well. uh, That's true. Like he, he does Ke- not Keen, wrong. Keen for me is the only one who stands out as a potential, and 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 he has come out in recent interviews and said he would cont- contemplate going back into international management, hasn't he? Yes, the bacon. Dazzy, does, does does you seriously played a frog and bacon sound. I,
3: I am, fasting I thought he'd taken the mic to the toilet or something. I, on there. I thought he'd forgotten to switch it off. <laughs> open just, Dolby.
4: Was open just, Dolby. <laughs> 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 <it was laughs> just over talk of Steve
5: Bruce, I'm sorry. I'm, I'll, 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 I'll turn myself down now. I'm sorry about that.
4: I just, I just can't see anybody other than, like, other than Keane in that list. But I think there'll probably be other mm-hmm. contenders. Steve Bruce, I, I mean, literally is so desperate for a job. After saying that this yeah. will be his last oh. job in football, he's going to retire. Yeah. He never, he, he, all he's done in every single podcast interview and TV interview is say, "Well, never say never," and I, you know, I could be back in contention. And then, I, I'm not sure if he represents himself or whether he's got an agent, but clearly he's always in the running for each and every job. So, you know, yeah. it's... I, I just... The, the one thing about Steve can't Bruce is... He can't be skinned, Steve, can he? <laughs> well, no, you say the one thing about Steve Bruce is he's cheap, isn't he? He is cheap yeah. for um, for any potential... Club to take on. What I think where he hits a club um, is 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 in, in the payoff. So if he gets paid off, then he gets a decent he gets a decent whack when he leaves the job. I think that's what happened at Newcastle. I think that was the attraction to Mike Ashley's uh, regime at the time. You know, his he, he's, his wage wasn't he, his wage wasn't huge, and of course he didn't have to sack him Ashley. It was it was a smart move on his behalf because the new owners came in and they had to be the ones who peddled him and pay him off. So yeah. you know, he's he's not he wasn't daft Ashley, but yeah, I. I I just think Bruce's it's all it's all self publicity for Bruce and he's, he's going to land a job at some point I've got no doubt about it um but I don't think it'll be the I don't think it'll be the Irish international job I always feel as well like you know it, it's not the right way to go sometimes going for big names go for somebody who's got something to do you know with with, with the football with the, with a with the, with the nation you know uh, look at how well Scotland's done you know appointing Steve Clark you know he's, he's done, yeah, done a fantastic job with with JC, John Carver up there coach. and they've done really really well. Um, you know, Gareth Southgate, ex-international for England and, you know, ex-captain of the, of the national team. You know, I, I sometimes feel you have to have somebody who's got an affinity with the country to, to go in and, and, and do that. And I know that's not always the case, but, you know... I, I just I'm not I'm not hundred percent sure. Steve Bruce going in with his idea. I mean, the only thing that would suit him is it's part time. And, and when he was managing Newcastle, he literally was part time. So you know, going <laughs> into international football would probably suit him part time. <laughs> um, but yeah, Roy Keane, I'd love to see him make a comeback. He's box office. He's He's exa- he's, he's he's the nineteen like he's the nineteen nineties. You know, like version of. Um, of Neil Warnock, who was we speaking about at the, at the top of the show, yes. he's, he's box office. He'll come on. He'll say. He, he'll speak his mind. He won't. He won't hold back in interviews. If a player's not done very well, he'll give it to him. You know, he's, he's not. He's not cowtowing the media protocol either. And um, if he's and if and if it doesn't, if it isn't doing what it says on the tin, he'll walk out and go and walk his dogs around yeah. the block. Um, so yeah, he's, yes. he's just what you want to see, isn't it? National manager really. Absolutely right What's
2: your take on it Because I mean you're know, Alright Keaton I, I, I take in the point What Steve's saying Former Irish International Captain of the National side as well Some management Experience as well Yeah probably Steve Bruce is Probably the, the most Unfancied out of that But what about Gus Poirier Because like you like see He's a Greece National manager At this moment in time Hard to Differentiate whether Greece or Ireland would be the bigger country to manage, actually, because Greece obviously do have a, a European Championship to their credit, albeit a fluky one, but they did it. Um, what do you reckon, Poirier? Is he is he a decent sort of outside bet to to, to, to go yeah. against King for the
3: role? Yeah, it's an interesting one. I think it's uh, I think I, there's something to be said about uh, what Steve had to say as well. actually getting someone who is you know from you know from there and, and someone that that knows. You know what it means to be the Irish manager I think that has a lot uh to say I mean we, we're coming off the edge the there are you know Stephen Kenny as well do you know what I mean he he was one of the longer server managers there as well so it's an interesting one um I am not sure Roy Keane's gonna do it honestly because I just feel like his punditry work is just too good I mean I see him on that uh that podcast with Gary Neville and all that and I see him you know but you know what he's his, his commentate I mean Sky Sports and that would be horrid to lose him Uh, And obviously, Gus Poirier, I don't know. Obviously, at Greece at the moment, Steve Bruce will put his hand up for everything. I mean, if, you know, if Daz took a day off, he'd cut your knee and put his hand up to come and fill in for Daz for a day. So, uh, you know, such is the need for him. But another name that I think has been thrown in just recently and uh, could be a shout is Chris Uton. Obviously, the ex-Newcastle manager. He was the manager at Ghana, but Ghana got knocked out uh, early stages of AFCON and now he's been sacked. So... Chris Hutton obviously looking for a job back in England somewhere as well. Uh, maybe he could go and do a job up there. But uh, it's an interesting one. I'm not too sure, um, you know, where, where they're going to land. Um, I, I I don't think Steve Bruce is going to, you know, and, uh, I don't think that's the right you know move for them. You know, time will tell. Gus um, Poirier, I'm not too sure. Um, maybe they'll have Michael Beal in a couple more months. If we just I've heard Michael well.
5: Beale uh, yeah, may be available soon, so that, that hey, might yeah, be a, yeah. a decent off. option. They keep off. linking themselves. Oh, you've <laughs> changed. <laughs> you've changed. Yeah. I'm, I'm being saki. Yes. I'm still on the fence. Hey, we've got
2: to give him time. Mm. We've got to give him time. He's there now. Absolutely. We may as well see how, how it pans out. But uh, yeah, en- enough on that one. Yes. I'm, I don't want to talk Sunderland <laughs> the day if I can
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, Right, we're coming up, what are we almost tent ways. What we're going to do now, we're going to have clue number two of what the fact.
5: We are. Um,
2: when he finds the button. Yeah, there it is. Seamless. like a well oiled machine. We are mere cogs.
5: Well, I am well oiled. So. Sh- <laughs> what the fact? What the fact? What, what the fact? No, I should I'll have
2: dedicated here, this to, yeah, to, to Carl Weathers as well, shouldn't I? Fun, oh, yeah. yeah. I, should have, I should have actually dedicated this one to Apollo Creed himself, actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sadly, lost him all for the week. Rest in now. peace. What, what a legend. legend of an actor. Yeah, indeed, yeah well. Indeed. So, your first clue. I'm just trying to think which one I'd <laughs> Yeah. I'm, not everyone's I know, it's over the right, moon. all I've, I've got it. Yeah, yes, uh, not everyone's over the moon with a record signing. Yep. Was the first one. The yep. second is this cool cut was once a top gunner. Ooh, this cool cut was once a top gunner.
3: Now there's a, there's a couple here for me. Obviously there's a link to Arsenal. There's yep. also the the cat reference as well. So your mind immediately goes to Arsenal, and then the cat reference gets me as well. Mm. this cool cat I mean it, it can't be a Sunderland player if it's a
5: cool cat can it Yo.
3: Mm, no no no. <laughs> um. <laughs> what are the what other teams are cats though I don't I don't know I know obviously I only know of Sunderland is there any other cat teams I can't think of any no. I'm still thinking the moon thing from the first clue was was to do with Man City but now he's got you know Gunner in there with Arsenal as well he's going left right and center he's throwing me all over the shop
2: so Mahad. Not everyone's happy with a record sign. Uh, sorry, not everyone's over the moon with a record signing.
3: Yeah. And then mm, this. Cool not everyone's cat over the moon. Was once, was
2: once a top gunner.
3: This cool cat. It'd be someone that was at Arsenal then, and then went to went to Sunderland potentially. What's what's Sunderland's record signing? That is Steve. What's their. What's their. It's still Diddy and
2: Dong. That's Didier another really? one, Steve. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Ted grow up, please. All right. We're playing with the facts. All right. But just Not mentioning Willie, of that Willie Willie there was Bowling. a. Yeah. Yeah. It was recently assistant manager at Barry who was uh, Peter Shirtlift. Do,
4: yeah. John. Arsenal's on. record transfer was this season when it was Declan Rice.
3: Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah.
4: But he didn't play for anybody so, with, with a mascot as a cat.
3: No.
2: Okay. One one more time for the for the two clues. Not everyone is over the moon with a record signing. Your second clue: this cool cat was once a top gunner.
3: Top gunner. This cool cat.
2: See, you're discounting the over the moon
5: thing straight away, aren't you? Mm. No, you I mean the moon thing City for me the, still. Man
3: originally. City, blue moon like thing, like yeah. yeah. Well, the couch jumped. The jumped
5: over the moon.
2: I mean, in. that's
3: true. The cow.
2: No, I think I think thinking of the other one. Yeah.
3: Oh, well, okay.
2: Something I came up with just off the
3: hoof. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. All right, cut him off. <laughs> that's well, we've lost Ted. What's happened there? We've lost Ted. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. yeah. Oh, Hilarious. No, Hilarious. Oh no.
2: Right. Got eight minutes. Watch who we are. Watch who we are. Right. Chelsea. Let's talk a bit of Chelsea. Because they are the greatest soap opera. I am leading to this Aren't TV they? thing. We are going to do that. Yeah. Chelsea concerned about sacking Maurizio Pochettino because that would put them in danger of breaching Premier League spending rules because they'd take a £10 million hit. With this in mind, lads, are we about to see a shift? Are we going to see managers given more time because literally clubs can't afford to get rid of them? Or start the What Whoa, what was that?
3: Are you playing like. It was.
2: Are you playing that's Candy not me. crush or something I, in the background?
3: I, I could be. I, I could be. Uh, but that wasn't me. Uh I'm not sure what that was. is it at my end? It could be, it might be my echo again. Who knows these days. Uh but yeah, no, look, it's it's an interesting it's it's a funny one when when I saw this coming through in the uh what's that um oh, what's that messaging app called, Steve? Um right, <laughs> that's the only one. time I'm doing
2: it. That's the only time I'm
1: doing it. <laughs>
3: uh whether they came through there was uh yeah it was wild to see that that you know obviously managers are, are now being you know taken into the ffp consideration i mean it, it, it's something that you know that you're going to see probably more of because managers are now if players are asking for more money than managers certainly are i mean and you know to, to let a manager go they're going to have some of the world's best agents you know in their back pocket as well so they're going to have you know payout deals and and if they leave and, you know, promotion and relegation deals and everything like that, you know, into their contract. So it is an interesting one. And maybe you do get to a point where you're stuck with the manager. I mean, I look at Burnley, Burnley bottom of the Premier League. Uh, Vincent Company signed a new four-year deal in the summer. I mean that you know, and I dare say they weren't expecting to be so poor in the he's Premier League not there because this the love of Mizzy. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Like, and that, I dare say that he's probably got a pretty hefty payout. But they're probably expecting him just to go back down and, and, and sort him out in the championship. Otherwise, they would have made the move. Sheffield United have already made the move, uh, and then Luton, you know, obviously are doing okay under Rob Edwards. But you know, you expect someone, you know, something like Burnley to make the move, but maybe they can't either. So it is interesting. Um, look, I, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, if Chelsea are, are are happy where where they're where they're at, I guess the league the league table they can't be. You know, eleventh in the league is not it's not good enough for Chelsea. But they are in the Carabao Cup final. I mean, and that's a big thing. Mm. Uh, and I think that's you know there's a good chance of silverware there. And I don't think that they're going to make a move for uh, for for sacking Pochettino before that. I dare, I dare say that is his that is his signing sort of, uh, you know, his signing off, if you will, if if that's if they do lose that, that's his, you know, the ultimate game. So I, I think if, if he loses that, he's out. And I, I don't I don't think they'll mind what they're going to have to pay him. I think they'll get rid of him uh, and they'll get someone else in. I just don't. And, and the other thing is as well is who do they get? I mean, uh, we, we often talk about how quickly it, it teams are to sack a manager, but we were just talking then about, you know, Irish managers. I mean... Who's out there? I mean, Graham Potter seems to keep springing to mind for me, but in terms of a manager who isn't at a club uh, that Chelsea could go after, no one's like springing to mind. I dare say Chelsea are probably have, might have someone in mind that's already at a club, potentially, you know what I mean? And then are waiting to make the move in the off summer you know, to pay someone out. I would even think someone like Ange Postacoglu at Tottenham, you know, could they steal him? You know, um, you know, what happens at Man United, 10, you, know, they, you know, could they get Ten Hag uh, 10 sort of thing? Uh, you know, there's all types of options there. So, um, yeah, maybe the right man that they want isn't out there at the moment. And, they'll, you know, it's obviously a financial thing. But, yeah, Pochettino comes with a massive wage bill, much like Mourinho and Ten Hag and all that sort of name. When You know, when you've got a name like Pochettino, you can... You can, you know, you ask for a big wage, and then obviously it's a big payout if you do. If you're not doing the, you know, the right work, and maybe that's the saving grace for managers these days. I don't know, Steve. What do you reckon, mate? You reckon you, uh, Chelsea can? Since, I mean, if surely if they continue the way they're going, they can't. Uh, no matter what it costs, they can't continue. It costs them more to be, you know, so poor. <laughs> great <laughs> point, great. Steve. Great
4: point. Radio. Radio this. gold. Radio gold um for me Pochettino and Chelsea was never going to work lads it was never going to work and, and and really because of the owner Todd Bowley's come in he doesn't have any experience in being uh, a, a premiership owner I still think that you know there is um a lot more gone on behind the scenes than we'll know I'll leave it at that because obviously we don't want to get the radio station into trouble but from from my perspective I just think that, that, that it's the ownership that's wrong and until you sort mm-hmm. that out and until you sort out what is going on behind the scenes then you are never going to have Chelsea progress to, to the levels that they were progressing at 10 15 years ago um, it, it's a crying shame for the supporters because they've they thought they were on a um, you know on an up, a, an upward trajectory and and they weren't going to you know they weren't going to drop from their esteemed position but they're not even European contenders anymore. Never mind Champions League contenders. Um, you know they, they sit below us in the table. Um, the, 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 the conversation about Chelsea at the moment is, you know, <laughs> are they going to are they going to drop any further? Not are they going to get into a European slot? And that's that's a travesty for them when you think about the money that they've spent. But I genuinely 100%. think that I genuinely think that uh, Pochettino was desperate. Um, and that's why I took the job. I mean, surely these managers have advisors um, and and you know can can see a, a troubled club um, in front of them. Surely he didn't think that he could turn this round when you know he sat down and, and met Todd Bowley. I mean, let's face it. We, we've, I think Ted's used the phrase before. He must have done a good interview. Um, you know, yeah. I think I think I think, Todd, I think Todd Bowley must have convinced him. Um, maybe it's just the money. Maybe maybe we maybe we're giving people too much credit these days and thinking that they go for the challenge, the go there to try and turn things around, the go there for the you know the the opportunity to to, to win trophies at a club. Um, maybe it's just as simple as you know the money was just too good to turn down. But you know Chelsea have got themselves in a mess, and often we see headlines like we're seeing this week about them, you know, having to find. You know, money to, to sack them. Um, if the you know if they pay this money out, they're going to breach FFP. But you know, I've also seen another headline last week about Chelsea saying that you know they've got to they've got to make X amount of million million pounds back, or the club the club will breach FFP as well. So we just don't know. We don't know what the truth is. Um, you know, every single club has has an issue with FFP. The transfer window that's just closed showed that because there was a, a you know a massive lack of spend. Um, but I just genuinely think that. I, I genuinely think if they can get Pochettino out they will uh, and that's really going to throw the club into further yeah, turmoil because who on earth going to take the job lads who's going to yeah. go who's going to look at that and go that's a good well I'll tell you who will Steve Bruce I mean there's <laughs> the Steve B uh, but who else who else you're not going to get a high calibre While managing gonna, island <laughs> While managing island yeah well it's only part time um, I can do good <laughs> jobs stand on my head uh, but yeah it's not it's, enough, it, 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 it's, you know, it's not a laughing matter. It's the fans I feel sorry for because Chelsea, Chelsea's yeah. fans, they've got a hardcore fan base. I mean, they've been there nearly 20 years now, haven't they? Their fans. Mm. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, well, that's it, yeah. The big question is like uh, I think somebody said, was it you, Ted? Where they're going to go? Who they're going to support? Um, I think it was Rye
2: they, said that on Twitter.
1: It,
4: yeah, what yeah, um... a
2: classic. <laughs> I tried to deflect it onto Rye. It didn't backfire <laughs> gloriously because none of my 36 followers saw it.
3: Um, <laughs> you know you what's about, Pot- just quickly on that, I just oh. wanted to say, sorry, to, to jump in, Ted, but Matt, for thinking uh, outside the box, Ted, uh, I think Ipswich Town, Kieran McKenna, I think he's going, I think if they keep sliding the way they are, potentially out of the playoffs, he's going to be a big name to go for in the summer. Uh, if you switch don't come up the way he's turned them around i think chelsea would you know be eyeing him off Uh, obviously he's got the man united links there as well Mm -hmm. uh and then you've obviously got you know a few managers down there in the championship you know that you know you look at um, uh, at west brom you know carlos Corberan, and obviously their their final financial issues i think carlos would he's a fiery manager you've always seen him on the sidelines if west brom don't go up i mean he could fit the chelsea bill as well michael bill uh that yeah, Michael Beale. Yeah, that what's that uh, manager at, at Hull City. Um Ted can't pronounce Liam it? Correctly, is it? Yes. Yeah, res. Ros yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Rosen, oh, Rosen, that's yes. right. A, a good age that one. Um so yeah, there's a few in the championship that I think Chelsea could could dip into, but whether Chelsea want, you know, would, would go down that that route, I don't I don't know, but uh, I think Kieran McKenna for me
2: indeed Indeed. I think we'll see him in the Premier League before long. But anyway, because of Rye rattling on there, we're, we're a little bit late for the news, so Hi. let's go there now.
5: <laughs> Hole in my home by Red Rum Club. Good morning, this is the North East Footy Breakfast. Steve, Ted and Rye right across the North East. You can get in touch with the show on WhatsApp 2002
3: What was that on, Des? No... No.
5: <laughs> the cat, the tune and the red That's what it's on yes. Thank you It's on DAB, Thank online you. and on your smart speakers <laughs> It is It is, it's all there
2: and Moving on, away from these childish antics should we have some
0: cool headlines?
5: I think this sounds like a really, really good Indeed. idea <laughs> Smoggies and proud <laughs>
0: Borough News And we're in
3: how are we, you, beautiful humans? Uh, Kieran Scott has joined the lads on the 12th Man Podcast to discuss all things Borough. and what was an incredible insight and questioning by the lads, Kieran was asked all about the current things weighing down heavily on Borough fans' minds. Kieran spoke about the craziness of a January transfer window and how it doesn't really give you time to react or um, if something goes away, like the Morgan Rogers deal. He called it a very difficult window uh, and players and the prices that are asked are sometimes ridiculous. When asked about Boroughs, need for a strike and how it didn't land one in the window. Kieran said Steve is a fantastic owner and had supported us financially. We tried our best and it wasn't through a lack of training but we just refused to throw money down the drain. We didn't think there was a striker that was achievable for us who would get in, suit our style and get up and running without five to six games in their belt beforehand. We could have pleased everyone and just thrown money at someone but we just didn't want to throw that load of money again down the drain. And on the sale of Morgan Rodgers, Kieran said it caught everyone at the club by surprise. How aggressive. Aggressive Aston Villa move for Morgan. He said it was only after we had played them in the FA Cup that Aston Villa came in with their first bid. He said they made an offer and we as a club rejected it and thought that that would be it, that Aston Villa would end their inquiry there. But straight away, the boys' head was turned and Villa came back very, very quickly and very aggressively with another offer. We then went back with negotiations and got to a deal that we thought was fair for both parties. You can always catch more on that uh, insightful chat from the 12th man lads on uh, their podcasts on Spotify and on YouTube uh, if you want to hear it in full. And just finally, a dramatic final day showdown saw Borough Under-21s advance to the knockout stage of the Premier League Cup, thanks in part to a first-half blitz at Birmingham. Goals from AJ Bridge, AJ Matthews and Law McCabe were just rewards for a whirlwind opening 45 minutes before AJ Matthews rounded off the scoring with a classy finish minutes from time. That's your Borough Headlines. It's AJ right here, signing off.
0: Magpies and proud. Mag news.
4: Alexander Isak is set to miss the next two Newcastle United home games against uh, Bournemouth and the away game against Forest. When offering an update on the 63 million pound man in the aftermath of the 4-4 draw with Luton, Eddie Howe explained that Isak wasn't close to playing against the Hatters, but that they, they didn't think it was a serious injury, but it would rule him out of the next couple of games. The next Premier League TV games are released on Monday, with Newcastle's visit to Stamford Bridge and the home fixture against West Ham both rescheduled. Eddie Howe's side will face Chelsea in the capital on Monday, March the 11th, at 8 o'clock on Sky Sports. With a visit of West Ham to St James's Park now at 12:30 start on Saturday, March the 30th, live on TNT Sports. United's away game against Crystal Palace remains a three o'clock kickoff on Saturday, March the 16th, but will be postponed if the Magpies defeat Blackburn uh, in the next round of the FA Cup. Because the quarterfinal ties in that competition are scheduled to take place during that weekend. And Monday brought confirmation that the England national team at a stage a friendly match ahead of Euro 2024 at St James's Park. Gower Southgate side will come up against Bosnia and Herzegovina on Monday, June the 3rd. It's a quarter to kick kickoff. The first stage of tickets is on sale from Monday the 26th of February to members of England's Travel Club. For my England football members will have access from Friday the 8th to March. The remaining tickets will go on general sale that day. This will be the eighth time England have played at St James's Park and their first visit since 2005. That's your uh, Castle United headlines on Tuesday, the 6th of February.
0: Macums and Proud, Black Cats News.
2: Good morning, Sunderland fans. Dan Ballard says he's finally no longer worrying about injuries for perhaps the first time in his Sunderland career. Personally, I feel really good, Ballard told Sky Sports. I feel in a good spot. It's nice just going into games being able to concentrate on the football and enjoy your football rather than thinking about other things like injuries. Being injury-free has also contributed to Dan Ballard adding goals to his game this season. He scored three so far, making it his best goal-scoring season of his career to date. Elsewhere, Sunderland signing Romain Mundell, who signed in the January transfer window, played just over an hour as the Black Cats under 21 side beat Bristol City 1 0 to progress to the knockout stages of the Premier League Cup last night. Hemi has scored the game's only goal as he was set up by Adil Aushish in the 77th minute at Ebbelt and Welfare after both players were unused substitutes during Sunderland's 1 all draw against Middlesbrough on Sunday. And finally, Sunderland women return to Continental Tyres League Cup action as they make the trip to King's Meadow to face the mighty Chelsea tomorrow night, kick-off at 7pm. The Lasses are one of two championship teams through to the quarter-final of the competition after topping Group A with 10 points. The winners of the four games will be placed into the semi-final draw, set to be played on the 6th to the 7th of March, with the final being played at Wolves Molyneux Stadium on March the 31st. Best of luck for the Lasses, there are your Sunderland headlines. <laughs>
0: From Wickham to Whitley Bay, Stony Gate to Shields, Doggy to Darlow Back Lane, Steve, Ted and Rye, the Northeast footy breakfast.
1: Right across the Northeast, the red platoon and the cat.
3: Stevie Boy, I just co- wanted to ask you a well, quick well, question. In, in, I know so. I'm being rude, Teddy, I'm being rude, but Stevie Boy, obviously on your nope, city you. news headlines, and I know you are ducking uh ducking out very quickly uh i've read a, an article just recently about from ha- a- ash harrison on nufc news i'm not sure if you know or follow that one um Great. but he actually was talking about alexander azaks and i heard that in the in the uh, uh in the headlines there obviously him being out for the next two games then meaning you're left with Callum wilson he was saying that the, uh, for a season that started off full of promise uh is now becoming the season of just survival Trying to get uh, to the end of the season as much with as many players in one piece. Is that something you're feeling now? I mean, uh, Callum Wilson, the only recognised striker now for the next two games. I still think you've got a good chance in the FA Cup. But do you, do you yeah. feel like that, that? That's a fair comment.
4: Nah, I'm, I'm just going to enjoy the rest of the season. I think um, I, I don't think there's any pressure on us at all. I think um, I, I think ultimately you know you as a supporter your job is to go and support the team through thick or thin Mm. and you know that's the mindset i've got i'm you know against luton town at home yeah i expected newcastle to win i think i predicted two nil win three nil win at the weekend um you know i didn't come out of there you know flabbergasted annoyed or i just came out and thought wow i've just seen an absolutely brilliant game of football and that was that was it really it was like a throwback to the entertainers 4-2 down and a 4-4 draw and and a point in the bag it was a point and not two points dropped Overall, um, you know, Newcastle are still within touching distance of a Europa or a Europa Conference spot. Um, you know, depending on who wins the trophies above us, Newcastle, of course, could win the FA Cup, as you rightly point out. We're still in contention. Um, you know, that would get you a, a foot in Europe anyway. But you know, Newcastle is still well within touching distance of those European uh, European places with a with a favourable fixture list ahead. Uh, injured players coming back, yes. You know we've lost Isaac for another two games. We're definitely going to lose Bruno and Anthony Gordon. Uh, Bruno probably the suspension. Gordon, you would imagine, we'll hear more on Friday. There's probably an injury there to Anthony Gordon. You know how long is he going to be out for? Who knows. Um, but yeah, look, it's it's not one of survival. It's um it's one of pro. You know we'll we'll progress. I'm sure I'm sure we will finish in a European spot this season. I don't think I don't think Newcastle uh, can you know can can will collapse. Um we'll, we'll have a bad will a bad end of the season. I think yeah it it feels like it's make do and mendo and as we get one player back we we'll lose it we we'll lose a player. But it's it you get seasons like this. You just get seasons like this and it's just unfortunate that this has happened to us the season after we've been to a cup final and, and qualified for the Champions League and you know it, it the best thing the best advice I can give any Newcastle fan out there is just to ignore social media um, and if you're going to post something have conviction in what you post um, but if you want to drive yourself mental go back and read the comments an hour later and I think I mentioned it I think I mentioned it yesterday I very I very rarely I very rarely, I very rarely post anything on there about about it. But I, I, I thought I'll give it a go. Look at look at the replies I got. I, I got something like two hundred yeah. replies by the close of play yeah. yesterday. Um, I think the tweet had reached forty-five thousand people, which is just over the ability subscribers I've got. So literally everyone's read it, <laughs> and everyone's had an opinion on it. Loads of people have retweeted it. Got lots. You know, I got a minor bit of abuse from the usual suspect, but the rest of it was. Um, yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, thanks, Ray. Uh, the rest of it. <laughs> The rest of it was the rest of it was all opinions and everyone's got an opinion. And and the most contentious yeah. issue at the moment is the left back situation. Um
3: yeah, Dan, Byrne. Dan
4: Byrne Dan Byrne, should he be dropped? You know my defensive Dan Byrne was yeah he didn't have a great game however, I feel he was left I think he was let down by by those in front of him. normally he's got Anthony Gordon um, up, up in front of him who can do the job of two men you know getting forward and trapping back. I think we 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 tried Almiron and we tried Murphy on on that side and, and it just didn't quite work. The combination didn't work. Almiron was coming back from an illness and it had to play a part of the villa game. Murphy's coming back from a, a long layoff with a with a shoulder injury had to play against Villa. And and wouldn't have been hundred percent. So you know, it, it's just one of those things. It's unfortunate. Um, I I, I think it's the biggest decision that he's going to have to make uh, against Notts Forest, especially with Forest having you know a little bit of pace down that side. The will target Burn. Maybe it is time to mm. take Burn out of the spotlight for this one and give Livermoredo an opportunity. Who isn't a left back? He's a right back. We know he can play left yeah. back, but he, he isn't a left back. And then you've got. You know, lots of people saying, well what about Lewis Hall clearly there's an issue with Lewis Hall he's either not up to scratch for Eddie Howe's liking or there's something in his contract that suggests that he can't play X amount of games he's, and they have to yeah. take their time bedding him in so all in all it's not a season lost we've still got lots to play for we beat Blackburn, we're into the quarterfinals of the FA Cup hopefully get a home draw and you know we could be in the semi-finals and suddenly the season turns round. but it's, six weeks ago it was doom and gloom there's no doom and gloom now we've beaten we've beaten Sunderland away from home in a, in a game which could have been a huge banana skin locally for us, you know, and that would have been an absolute nightmare had we lost that game. Um, would be Fulham away uh, after Fulham had spent six weeks telling everybody how they would have beaten us with eleven men on the pitch. Um, and then, and, and then, you know, we've gone to Aston Villa who uh, are going to uh, telling us that own us and that our five-one win against them was, you know, just a fluke at the start of the season. And we've gone and taken them apart at Villa Park. Um, so you know, and then we've took on Luton Town who are up there with Liverpool and Manchester United in the form table at the moment for the last six months uh, last six weeks sorry and yeah we've played out a 4-4 draw with them disappointing but if if you'd asked any Newcastle fan before Villa and Luton would you take four points I guarantee they would say yes so yep. we've got four points out of those two games so I'm happy it's not all over plenty to look forward to there you
3: go sorry Ted I do apologise
4: yeah, it's all right, rude. Um, <laughs>
2: no, no reason. I actually, I did pick up on something as well. And I know we're going to lose you in the next sort of uh, ten minutes, Steve, But something yeah, yeah. that you, you said in the headlines there—the um, rearranged fixture of Chelsea, um,
3: yes,
2: Monday eight pm—which basically just confirms that the fans just don't matter to football organisers anymore, do they? No, uh, no. Uh, no. The, it's absolutely disgraceful. Lot. Uh, no no flags to the the display. Follow.
4: War flags yeah. to display Ted um, about this at the weekend. It went. It paled in insignificance. Really, I didn't even know about it until after the match. But they were, you know, you know, uh, you know, basically saying that you do you don't give a, a monkeys about fans, and it was aimed at the sky. And it's probably why no one picked up on it. It was done early, um, and, and oh. you know, it was picked. It was picked up later on. But I think it, it. It almost feels like it's a direct response. You know, we'll do what we want. Um, Eight o'clock on a Monday. No chance of fans getting back. Uh, from from right. that game, you know, uh, on trains, etc. It's it's just it's just awful. But we've just got to accept that's that's where we're at, lads. You know, that's where we're at.
5: Well, West Ham that's as well. You know, f- moving the West Ham, West Ham, have got to come up uh, to you for a twelve o'clock Early. kickoff, haven't they? Yeah.
4: Yeah. I mean, again, they're, 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 and I don't think I think that I think the first train out of King's Cross on a weekend is is probably around about nine o'clock. Uh it Might wow. be slightly earlier, but I mean, they literally will will land at St James' Cutting that yeah, cutting not mm-hmm. close yeah. I, I just yeah, there's this complete there's a complete lack of consideration for football supporters Newcastle Sunderland Middlesbrough fans have have always suffered at the, at the hands of the TV companies. It's it's not great lads, it's not yeah. great.
1: Don't
2: know, no. I've
4: got a couple of ex-footballers here who completely
2: agree with that as well. Uh Rodney Parade has uh, has messaged in say, <laughs> oh, I
4: had him on my I had him, I had him on my list as well for one of those
2: yeah, brilliant, brilliant. brilliant mate. Uh, another message in from Sandy Gate who,
4: who also completely <laughs> abused the it's, 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 it's I thought, just I thought been completely Barrow's Ground was a good one as well Hulker Street Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> well, um, that sounds like a golfer, an American golfer. He's a member of the Ryder Cup team, isn't he? Walker Street!
2: <laughs> yeah, Woo! well, his brother, Get in the hole!
5: his brother Edgar Street, uh, he's, he was an old, ah. old school forward, wasn't he? Um, yeah, yes, I liked Edgar Street. He was, he was a good player. That guy
4: without you know, the surname as well, who lives down south London, uh, they just call him The Den. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's, yeah. he's got another mate as well, though. I haven't got a full name for him, I've got his nickname
2: though, he's uh, Deep Deal
5: oh yeah. all right okay
2: Dr. <laughs> <laughs> <clears> Ren <throat> <laughs> okay. with John Smith okay. from
4: Huddersfield <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good yes, very right. good right cracking on we've good got clue on, number just three just got a text message in coming from St. Andrew um <laughs> 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 that
1: must be a long distance text that mate yeah.
2: <laughs> right we're going to have the third clue the third clue for what the fuck? have we got uh, the for the well, right you've well, got me doing
3: it now he did it stop he's it. converting <laughs> Go on I'm not well look yes we have I'm and not. just
5: before just before you mention it um we have a a, a, a guess in from our pal Daniil um well and and uh he's saying um is it or?"
2: I can see why you would say that. I could see why he could It's not the gunner But funnily and blue enough, moon. Well is going to be mentioned In one of our next se- segments But it's, it's a neat little segue, Daniil I like the fact well that done, uh, You're well very much done. in tune with us
5: And there's one more he is uh, Blue Moon, uh, Our friend Jack um, and he Morning said, Jack he, he Morning said, Jack, lad He said something at the start of the WhatsApp message Which I won't read out um, Morning lads uh, Great show as always Ted's um, What the Fact is Nicola and Elka
4: no it's not I'm waiting for the next clue before I see what I think Okie dokie
2: Okie dokie
4: Time, tunnel, tunnel, tunnel 10! Facts!
2: What? So Your first clue was Not everyone's over the moon with a record signing the second clue was: this cool cat was once a top gunner, or top gunner,
3: whichever way you want. Here we go, this is a big one, big one.
2: It's a cool cat thing. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um. Wonder if he saw Mark over Mars or Mark Venus?
1: Whoa.
4: That's us if he saw Mark over Mars or Mark Venus. Let well, see some of the, Some of these clues. Some of these clues don't work for me.
3: Over Mars and Venus. Venus was Tony Mowbray. He's Tony Mowbray's number two. Correct. Mark Venus oh. is, is Mowbray's number two. I don't know about over Mars, but there's also the planetary reference there. And then the over the moon. Oh yeah. So you got you got the over the moon, over Mars, Venus as well. Record transfer. Is this a Borough record transfer?
4: It was boroughs record oh. transfer.
3: Can't be. Um, is, there, is,
4: there, is there a borough Is there a borough there? We're not just we're looking we're for
3: players. I mean, our, our, our is British. Our is British Sombolonga. So, yeah. Mm. Uh, so I don't. Yeah, I, I don't, don't think be before back the, back the
4: clue, before the third clue, I was going for like a contentious like transfer. I was thinking like Alexi Sanche, uh, Alexis
5: Sanchez. Yeah, yeah. Was, All right. Just, okay. It's got to be something to do with Sunderland It's got to be something to do with space, clearly. Um, the Cool Cat Mars. and Mark Venus? Venus. I mean, Tony over Malbray's
3: number two. Planet planetary. Yeah, go. Go through all three.
2: Not everyone is over the moon with a record signing. This Cool Cat was once a Top Gunner. And, and the last one, uh, why well, the third one. Wonder if he saw Mark Overmark or Mark Venus.
3: Oh. So
1: difficult,
2: I think Daniil will get this. I honestly think Daniil will get this. Like,
5: not us. We will Not,
3: not to, that
2: I'm remember, uh, not doubting Jack C or anyone else, but I've got a funny I'm thing wondering
3: Daniil as well, remember um, Radio Dad's quiz the other day where they had, we were naming uh, players that had like things named after them and from space. I wonder Ooh. if it's got anything to do with that. You know what I mean? Because there was like, what's his name? Michael Ballack. He had... Uh, he had something named after him, planet-wise. Ballics,
2: there's another Yeah, Balik. There's another one who could be added to that list, Steve. <sighs> yeah, definitely. Oh. oh, I've got you stumped on this yeah, one. I yeah. love it. Yeah, I love it's, it's a good one. It. I love yeah. that smell of despair on a morning. <laughs>
1: mm. <laughs> it's
2: a good one, this, like. It's a good one. Come on, mm. Daniel. Yeah, I think Daniel will help with this one. Right, we've got Steve for another four minutes. Steve, uh, a quick chat about the, the Man City game last night. mate. Phil Foden absolutely just astounding performance from him last
4: night I thought he was magnificent what was your take on it mate? I think that was Foden's best game since they played Newcastle at the start of the season Um, I genuinely think that uh, he he single-handedly destroyed Newcastle Um, it it was only a 1-0 but he should have had three yeah. or four and, and, and that was exactly the same last night um, it, you know all the focus was on Haaland last night returning to the team and he just he just set set his stall out didn't he uh, you know he scored scored the goal and um, what was it bang on half time uh, and then yep. you know, yep. two two goals in the second half and yep. yeah Brent, Brentford didn't have an answer I mean fair play to Brentford they didn't give in Neil mopia getting the goal for Brentford but, but Foden's hat-trick um, obviously moved City two, two points off the top and and who would who would bet against them winning the league especially yeah, with, they... you know with especially with Liverpool collapsing against Arsenal at the weekend um Foden just hasn't reached his potential yet. I just, I just hope as an international, um, he can they can get the same out of him in the Euros this year, um, because he's you know he him and Bellingham, you know, dovetailing together are are something which you know every single European team should be worried about in the summer. Um, But he's he's just he's just top class, Um, and like I say, he hasn't reached. He just he hasn't even reached his peak yet. (laughs) You know no, that's that's that, that's that's yeah. the big thing about Foden, and I mean, he's won everything that you can in the game. He's 23 years of age, and wow. you know, he just he's got the world at his feet, and he's somebody who's in and out the team. That's the thing the way Pep Guardiola manages his players. He he doesn't get a regular he doesn't get a regular slot in that team, and what does that say about Manchester City and the way that Pep Guardiola yeah, manages wrong. things? Um, but he's you know he's he's. Do he's you think a, that he's works in his
2: favor, Steve? Because obviously he's, he's that little bit fresher as well, where he can he
4: can turn on a performance like that because he's not on the pitch for 90 minutes every single time. Yeah, possibly. I mean, but I mean, you know, any player will tell you they'll want to play every game, you know, and you know I know it's impossible in the modern day game to do that. Um, I mean look at what's happened with Newcastle haven't they play players you know game after game after game you have you know you have injuries and you know players just players just can't do it um but yeah i mean it certainly does help him i mean you know he's he's come through the ranks as well um at man, at man city he's he's been there since 2000 and what 2009 um you know and and, and he's he's a huge huge success story already in um, his senior career uh, he's hit 150 appearances at the age of 23 and scored 43 goals um you know he's got 31 England caps um, he's, I mean he's capped at every every level 16 17 18s 19s 21s but he's he's got 31 England caps and four four goals I mean that that kind of that kind of stat really is 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 something which you get at the end of your career he's got he's potentially wow. got another seven years another seven or eight years i mean this 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 All lad right. this lad could literally smash every every record for a midfielder um you know you we talk we talk about the likes of Lampard and Gerard and you know that you know those those players who've done so well over the years but he could he could smash every record if he continues in the same vein uh but yeah look, great performance last night um, you know manchester city clear clear favorites for the for the league title for me and uh, yeah I, I enjoyed it it was great if if it was it was a great hat, you know a great a great hat trick and you know just just from one of the probably one of the greatest players we've got in the premier league lucky to have him there um you know to be able to watch and and, and look at him you know no, yeah, no he's absolutely
3: fantastic it was a great game did you see flecken as well the goalkeeper not one of those yeah. names for your categories but the, the goalkeeper no. for Brentford uh, was absolutely incredible. He made a, a reckon, nine or ten saves in that first 45 minutes that literally kept Man City at bay. And then all of a sudden they just, I don't know, they scored another, you know, it turned it up again. And, I mean, that Man City did all this with, you know, still with Jack Grealish on the bench, Oscar Bob, who's been a sensation this season. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They, brought, they brought the cover sitch and Doku on. I mean, it's incredible. Their depth there. And they are literally a game behind they're on 22 games. Everyone else around them is 23 games and they're still second on 49 points. It's incredible. I mean, we don't know obviously what these charges against Man City are going to bring out, but... It's there. It's. I agree with Steve now. It's. It's their season now. I think Liverpool are going to not be able to to be able to keep up. Man City have now getting all these players back at the right time, the scary time as well. Harlan coming back now. Phil Foden hitting. You know that you got Jack Grealish and all that now yeah. coming back. They're also their back lines now. You know settled again. Ruben Diaz and Nathan Ake are, are, are back playing great football as well. So, yeah, it's scary. They could run away again.
4: Good Saw so last night. Are you off, mate? I'm, I've got to go up. Just, I will be back tomorrow morning, lads. I just thought no we'd do no this worries, for you, Steve. St-
5: Stevie lad. Ah,
4: oh, Blake 7. Oh, I just love just it. for you. Oh, <laughs> yes. So I know we're gonna lads. talk about old TV
5: and I know it was your favourite, eh? No. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Great stuff, have a good show. Thank you, all Goodbye, the best. Bye, listeners. I see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow, mate.
2: Yeah, just on on Phil Foden, just before we move on on that one, I know we're going to get the sports headlines. That that's the nearest I think I've seen a well, Paul Gascoigne style performance. Yeah, uh, I, no, I, I agree. honestly think good he's got shout. that about him. He's yeah, he's got shout. his feet on the ground. Like, he's, I, I don't think he'd be led astray in the same way the power Gazza was. Like, but I just think in Foden, England's got a very very special talent, there, and I, it's one that needs to be nurtured. But anyway, he, enough he of makes that. We need to get into the sports quickly.
3: Next yeah. to Bellingham's is special, special, you know, deadly, they're, they're two future Yeah, totally,
2: totally mate. Right, let's get into those sports headlines. Apologies, we are slightly
0: running behind there. Together across the northeast. The the
1: Cat and the Red. Woo-hoo. And
2: welcome back. I said, Daz is just letting me sweat over that one. Normally he in. <laughs> no, and here's the WhatsApp number.
5: Blah, 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 I just didn't want anyone. No, no, no. I didn't want anyone That's doing the WhatsApp thing anymore. It's just you know, it's awful. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. We have had uh, another WhatsApp guest in for uh, Ted's What the Fact. Um, okay. But I think I'll, I'll I'll leave that one I'll I'll leave that one hanging, um, because you can still have a, a chance. Do you want to do you want to do your, your three clues before we go at the last uh, clue? Uh, do you want to get yeah, the three clues it. in? Yeah, let's do it. Um, yeah. And then let's see go for it. and see what's uh, see what we get back in the last twenty five minutes or so. <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: Um, fruit in my
5: mouth. I t- yeah, I, I just feel like this. Yeah, talking about depth. Yeah, I, I don't think we're going to manage it, Ted. Um, not on this show. No. Um, <laughs> we've had uh, another guest in for what the fact. Uh, okay. From uh, our friend O'Neill, who's who's normally oh. champ at these things, isn't he? He's said <laughs> He's in, is it Wilfred Borney
2: It certainly isn't. No, no, Wilfred is nowhere near Wilfred Burney. No no, one for categories, so,
3: though.
2: <laughs> your first, <laughs> right? <clears throat> yeah. Oh, we we really can't do a body parts <laughs> categories like that. we that <laughs> just radio dad just screaming at his wireless. <laughs> yeah, do it on the day that he's in. Yeah. Not a chance. Not a chance. All right. So, your first three clues, starting with the top. We had not everyone was over the moon with the record signing. The second clue was this cool cut was once a top gunner. This the third clue was. Wonder if he saw Mark over Mars or Mark Venus. And the final clue, an Ooh. absolute rocket of a shot.
3: Okay, it's some it's space something. Is there a player called Space or? I, I think I might have it. I think I might have it. Oh, right, is it? it.
5: Michael UFO in.
0: Oh, yeah. I've had 20 minutes working
5: on that one. I'm going
2: to lift the lid on this. You're not getting away with that. Because we were told off air, I've got a comedy suggestion. (laughs) Fair enough. You did say comedy in the loosest term. I didn't know how loose that term (laughs) was going to be, Daz. (laughs) My God.
5: Good job. Good job I didn't go with Paul Marson. (laughs) <laughs> Paul Marson, <laughs> no. Um, Michael no, UFO no. in. I mean, come Stop. on, Michael UFO. That's in. actually pretty good. Yeah, to be come fair. on. Quite like mm, not wrong. No, I'll give you that it's, one. It's, it's right. not right though, it's is it? It's not him. No. no, it's
2: not right. It's not right at all. So, uh, just to recap, not everyone was over the moon with the record signing. This cool cat was once a Top Gunner. Wonder if you saw Mark Overmars or Mark Venus, and an absolute rocket of a shot.
5: O double three 43 O oh four three two thousand and two. Can you find what the fact is today? Ted's what the fact. Have you got it? audible oh double three 43 O oh four three two thousand and two. You've got us stumped, yeah That's for sure.
3: Yeah, it's not a wrong, belter, isn't it? It's a yeah, It's a very mm. good one. It's very Moving good one.
2: on. Yeah. Um, for for those who um, listened and took part in the the T's Wee Derby on Sunday. Mm. Uh, you might have been watching a, a certain watch along um, mm-hmm. with with Mr. Rye over there, maybe, um, maybe. Did you, sir? And, and Thank g- you. guesting guest appearance from from myself and, and Steve, yep. obviously bringing up a little bit of, a bit of justice and parity to the proceedings as Love well. It. It's the first time I've really witnessed live one of your goal celebrations, Rye, <laughs> <laughs> and they're a little bit special. <laughs> I've got to say they are a little bit special the volume the fact that I couldn't say anything for about 40 seconds because it was just one long screen um, it, it was very impressive mate very impressive I went with a more understated get in get yes. in Yes. Did, did you see that smoggies? are you watching, watching are you watching Smoggies? which let's be fair we talked about YouTube comments and social media comments anytime I'm feeling a little bit too cocky about myself I'm just going to go back and read the comments on that little, uh, <laughs> little watch along that we did right there because there was some cruel ones in there there was, uh, uh, there was some nasty uh, stuff uh, I loved it oh, it was great banter. no it was but fantastic goal celebrations uh, somebody mentioned before I think it was Daniil mentioned about Adibayor one of the most Mm -hmm. famous goal celebrations of all time was obviously playing for Man City. He'd he'd already left Arsenal for quite big money back then, scored against his old club, ran the length of the pitch and celebrated in front of his former fans to absolute howls of derision. Absolutely, you know, the Arsenal fans were livid with the whole thing. Now, funnily enough, this does involve Arsenal. Arsenal were quite heavily criticised after their 3-1 win over Liverpool at the weekend, which... I actually don't understand why, because beating Liverpool is a big scalp, and it's it's a sign of great progress for, mm. for that Arsenal side. Arteta got them playing some good football again, a good young side to watch. And I kind of didn't get the whole hate on Arsenal for celebrating the way they did. Um, yep. So yes, goal celebrations, over-the-top, understated. Rather, I think over-the-top probably suits you, Rye, but... What's your what's your best yeah. and worst goal celebrations that you can remember from, from from your favourite players?
5: Well, just before I does then, if we are going to talk about uh, what happened at the weekend, great
3: ball to back to Greenwood. Something done in training there. Ah!
5: I'm not sure why you're asking Rye first about over-the-top <laughs> celebrations, Ted. Yes. I think that's a bit hard. Uh, I, I don't
2: know. He, he was just because Steve's gone. That's what,
5: that's, what. <laughs>
2: that's the only reason I can think of. The only I, think. I love that though. I love the enthusiasm. I'm all for a big celebration, me. But
3: what, what's the one
2: that sticks out for you, Rye?
3: Ooh, are you talking about that's in the player celebration or one that I've done? I guess.
2: So well, a little bit of both. But let's let's have a little yours. bit of both. Let's, let's have the a one obviously.
3: The, 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 the one that I've done, obviously, the, the, the one of the best ones I remember is doing Riley McGree, but it wasn't he who scored the goal. It was him getting taken down in the box against QPR. Uh, and from the looks of it, I, you know, I'd know just done the interview with Riley. I was absolutely just emphatic over the moon with my club being invited on and, and to chat with him. And uh, the very next game, we, we ended up being QPR. I think it was like three or four nil, Daz. Uh, and he got taken down in the box and it literally looked like he'd broken his leg. And I was yeah. on the, I was, this is all legit. I was like, when he got taken down, I was like, he's broken his leg. I'm flying over. This is disgusting. <laughs> I, was, I was up in arms. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I, I, I was I was so angry <laughs> at the QPR player that looked like he's my best mate and he's broken his leg. So I remember that one. And that, I think that one's still the highest watched on TikTok as well, which is which is incredible. But uh, so that's what I remember. Greenwood's free kick this season as well. My yeah. goodness, Daz! That that Greenwood free kick yeah. against Leicester. You went uh, death metal one, singer
2: on us with that one. I got <laughs> laryngitis on that. I got <laughs> laryngitis on that.
3: I literally the next two weeks I had I had laryngitis. I had I really hurt myself on that one. Um, in terms of player celeb- celebrations, um, I mean I'm starting to really like Marcus Force's smile. Uh, I think that's yeah. a bit cheeky of that one, but uh, yeah, yeah. Look, I. I, I I, I'm trying to remember. I mean, um, you know, some some really good ones. I used to love. Um, I used to love big big uh, Duke. Uh, but Timmy Cahill. Uh, do you guys remember Tim Cahill? Obviously played for Everton mm-hmm. in Australia. Oh, uh, boxing in midfielder. the corner. Yeah, yeah. Boxing in the corner. Yeah. Running up a to thought. a corner flag and giving it a box was always my favorite. And I remember, I feel like every kid in Australia, whenever they scored a goal in football or soccer, as they call it here, would run over to the corner and box the flag because of Timmy Cahill. It was just. It was just synonymous with any footballer here in Australia. So that's one of my favourite celebrations. But uh, in terms of yeah, ones I've done, uh, yeah, obviously anything with Riley McGree, uh, even Sammy Silveira, Tom Glover made a great save as well. I, I get up in arms about that. Obviously, I've got a special connection with those lads, but that Sam Greenwood yeah. free kick this season against Leicester. I don't think I've seen a better free kick. Maybe the Rock'em Back one, does against Man City. Uh, maybe that one was up there, but... Yeah. Uh, the Greenwood
2: one where he scuffed it into the top corner against uh, oh, Leicester. And
3: Leicester 1-0. Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> goodness me. I literally got laryngitis from that. I, I yeah. broke every vocal cord I had. That was, yeah, that, was, yeah, was that hurt that like. one. yeah For, for yeah.
2: me, I mean, the, out of out of everything uh, in, in terms of Sunderland players, the one that I, I still kind of smile and get the little, you know, the hairs on the arms go up was the uh, Fabio Barini one. Which was the uh, what, what's called the assassin, which is basically supposed to, it's it's supposed to represent uh, the the dagger in the mouth and all that kind of thing. running away and just the iconic goals against Newcastle in and Derby's and there was just something about that goal celebration fr- from him that that yeah remind you of the good times in the Premier League that that we had. And it, it feels like a distant memory now, but Barini wailing away, giving it the assassin celebration was like it was just yeah. so like just, yeah just brilliant a brilliant feeling yeah it was but the yeah, other one yeah. so the flip side of this lads as well is players who play against their old club and don't, don't celebrate up, when they it. score
3: yeah, yeah. where yeah. do you
2: stand on this because if it was me I mean alright I, I played as a terrible centre back and I know the lads on, on the walk will testify to that I was I was never the most talented I was very enthusiastic um, but you know if I, played, if, I played, if I played if I scored any goal I would have been running around the pitch like an absolute lunatic but even against your old club, though, where do you stand on this? Is it is it respectful or is it kind of, oh, mate, you've scored a goal, just go and celebrate it?
3: No, I don't think – I think it's a sign of respect. I mean, it's, yeah. it's like you. Imagine suddenly come up against Everton and you've got Jordan Pickford. You know what I mean? And he does a – you know, he saves you on penalties. There's no way that kid's running off and celebrating to the corner like he did against Newcastle. You know what I mean? There's a special connection there for some players, and I really think it's a sign of respect. I mean, yeah. I think it's something yeah. that's very special. Yeah. Uh, that, that you can have a connection such with a player. I mean, I would argue Chubur Akbom maybe for us if he ever ended up playing against us. I know he was linked with the loan back. You know, I don't think he, I think he'd be up there. I think such was his, you know, his time at Borough. Maybe, maybe I could be wrong, but I think it's it's, it's, it's honestly a sign of respect, not to the club, but it's to the fans, I think. It's it's yeah. more to the fans. It's, it's not, if I was, if I played for the, you know, for, for a club and then I somehow found myself in another club, and i knew the fans loved me at the previous club the last thing i'd want to do is one i'd want to score for my new club because that's what i do that's what i get paid to do but the last thing i'd want to do is then go rub it in their faces because i've been on the other end of you know feeling what it's like for them at the high and how much of a low it would be so yeah i think it's a sign of respect i don't know daz I, I think it's i think it's 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 good
5: yeah yeah no i think i agree with that i you know it's it is a sign of respect um you know sala does it yeah this We've heard so much negativity around uh, Young footballers of late And mm-hmm. the attitudes mm. that they've got um, And and what this millennial, these millennial footballers are um, Are like uh, And I, I just love to see that old traditional uh, No, I've got respect for this team Yeah, uh, and, yeah and you're right, right You know I, I, It doesn't stop me from wanting to score uh, And go and out and mm. beating them Because that's my job That's what I'm getting paid to do However um, out of a matter of respect to those fans who who sang my name, whose who badge I kissed uh, not so long yeah, ago. Exactly. I, w- I would I would uh I, I do like it when um yeah. when, when they do show respect. I mean just some of the the uh, celebrations that stand out for me over the years. Um I mean who could forget the Jimmy Bullard um yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> when he, he all the players yes. sat down, which is what's fantastic uh, that uh, that was the I mean, the, yeah, Ravenelli the
2: Raven- one was yeah, iconic. Yeah. There was loads of kids, even like, even if they didn't support Middlesbrough, they were, they were pulling their yeah. T-shirts over their heads, celebrating yeah, yeah. like Ravenelli. Yeah,
5: yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I'd, I'd be lucky to get that mine back himself. over now. Mario Bellatelli. Why always me? Yeah. Why
3: always me? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there was the other yeah.
5: one he did as well that, that I remember, and, and, and um, this, it wasn't here, it must have been while he was playing abroad, it was where he went into the crowd and grabbed someone's mobile phone um, <laughs> and and did a, a video a selfie of him and all the players celebrating with his big cheesy smile. Uh, I remember that one about Balotelli as well. Wow. Um, yeah, remember yeah, Mourinho running, Mourinho running down yes. the wing, Fergie yeah, running yes. on the pitch, um, the dirty knees. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I, and the one that I, again, it just I don't know why this one stuck in my head was the uh, Jamie Vardy when he scored for England and they all like did yeah. a freeze frame.
3: Ah yes, yeah, yeah. I thought that was uh, yeah. very,
5: very good. Um... Where do you
3: guys feel about Ronaldo's "sui"? I mean, that's that's huge. For I know there's kids everywhere that do the "sui". Oh, yes. uh, uh, that's you know, that's popular in modern culture. It's like it? an
2: iconic one, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's that will long Siii! live out, you know, outlive Ronaldo's career. That one, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. it's, it's yeah. probably the biggest one out the lot now, but. They yeah. also can bite you on the backside, lads, because Sunderland went to St. James's Park and won 3-0. Um, one of the scorers on one of those occasions was Jack Colback, who went and joined Newcastle the very next season. Ooh, and this no. was around about the time... Can you remember the, the Ice Booker Challenge that was going around at the time? Can you remember doing yes. that? Yes, it was, yeah, it yeah, all, yeah, It was all yes. over Facebook. Yes. App, yeah. Well, he moved to Newcastle, and you could see... There was something Something got said with Jack Colback. I think it was... Um, that was it. It was it was Ellis Short, the Sunderland owner, did the ice bucket challenge, and you had to basically nominate the next person. The person he nominated was Jack Colback, who'd already wow. moved to Newcastle, which was a little bit. <laughs> you, you think like, well, is this a friendly jibe or is this like a bit of yeah. a swipe at him? But you could see the Newcastle United players were actually giving him grief, their own player, for the shush celebration that he did when he scored wow. for Sunderland the previous season. Yeah, it was. So it, these things can bite you on the backside, lads, well, absolutely. Didn't that happen no. the
5: other night? Um, uh, uh, Tottenham-Brentford. Uh, didn't one of the Brentford players yes. take the yes. mickey out of... Um, Copy Madison. Madison yeah. Yeah, with the did. dart yeah. celebration. He did.
3: Uh,
5: Morpé, Neil Morpé. Yeah. yeah, he
3: did. Yeah. Oh, he yes. Did the, yeah, so, yeah. He, he, he copied Madison and then Madison said... Yeah, you've got to score more than that to be able to do my celebration or something sort of. You, yeah. jip, you jip back at it, but you're absolutely <laughs> and right. And then when yeah.
5: Richarlison Isn't... got the winner, he did the yeah, dart he, celebration.
3: He did, he, did <laughs> he did it. He did it. He rubbed it in his nose. Yeah. One just quick one, guys. Oh, do awesome. you guys remember Shefki Kooji from Blackburn? Do yes. yeah, 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 you guys yeah. remember him, mm-hmm. the big, big lad at, at Blackburn? I don't know if you guys remember this, but he used to do a swan dive. Did you, ever, did you ever, Do you ever remember about this? No. So Shefki Kooji, oh, when I was growing that. up, I had a mate who was uh, – he's a massive Blackburn Rovers fan – and we used to obviously watch Blackburn Rovers or Middlesbrough staying up late at night. And Sheffy Kuji was a oh, six-foot-three massive striker. And he was playing at Blackburn try, he?
0: Yeah,
3: Yeah, and he was synonymous. And if you ever get a chance, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening or, you know, you lads, get on YouTube and type in the goal celebration because he received the biggest... Uh, it was the most spectacular and unusual <laughs> diving goal celebration. It can only be described as what was a swan dive. He would jump up in the air with both arms out and he wouldn't, and he'd attempt to like fly in the air, and then he would hit the ground without protecting himself whatsoever. And I remember Blackbird banning it because they didn't want him to get injured. And I remember them saying, You got to change your goal celebration. And he, I remember there was like big talk about it. And the very next game, he scored a goal and he did it again. He literally threw himself <laughs> six foot three in the air. Yeah, I think it was recorded to the Flying Finn. Uh, and he, then he would belly flop on It must have hurt. But my goodness, I I've remember that up. goal celebration as well. You've got a jet ski, Uh It is. It was the most dangerous goal celebration I've ever seen in my life. That one.
2: I can't believe we're almost out of time here, lads. We're gonna have I to. know. We're gonna, we're gonna have to. What the shelve fact? some of these uh, topics for another day. Now I'm good because I want to do the TV one, but yeah. never mind. We've uh, we've yeah. almost reached the end, but. We what ha- the fact remains yeah. unsolved doesn't it well, well
5: you well, say well, unsolved. Well. unsolved i've got a guess oh, as well
3: i've got a guess i've got a guess you've been on google now you've been on google now, now well now this is the thing i haven't because i can't rem. i don't know his name right so i don't know his name but well, i just want to see if i'm on the right track so okay. yeah yeah you go first as you go first right well we've got a few
5: uh, in via the whatsapp um, uh, Jack, is that Jack? It is Jack. It is Jack. It is Jack. Uh, has gone with. Is it Robin van Persie? Ooh. No.
2: Is that, oh, is he kind of gone with the flying Dutchman kind of thing? It might be. That? Yeah. Maybe. I yeah. don't know. Uh, no, it's not. It's not Robin van. Robin van Persie. That's easy for me to
5: say. Okay. Uh, Chef Wed Kev has said, is it Michael, um uh, Mikhail Silvestre?
2: It is not Chef Wed Kev. Thank you for texting me. Why are you texting well done, the show, Kev, not good me? Morning. <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> Thanks, <mate. laughs> <Quite> a bitch. I'm friend, <laughs> are you? i on, actually, he has. Yeah.
3: Oh, he has oh, messaged me. I'm sorry, back. Kev. I take it back. Yeah. Ted, how dare you not read your messages when you're at work?
5: Um, and um, I apologise. Uh, Tony Toon has sent in a message, but it isn't a, a, um, a guess on what the fuck. He's just paying tribute to Carl Weathers' uh, Apollo Creed. Absolutely. Rocky because Richard. of this. Yeah, RIP. Yeah, yeah. P. yeah oh. incredible.
3: Um, so, now, so come on then, uh, Ryan.
2: So you're all out
5: of... I promise got,
3: you, I promise you, okay? I don't know his name, but wasn't there a player that played for Sunderland, and I could be way off here, but I remember him having something in his contract about travelling to space. And I remember laughing, thinking it was hilarious because he had written into his contract about not being taken to space. And it was legitimate. And I remember Craig Johns at the Gazette wrote on it. It was that funny. And that's the only thing. I don't know his name and I think he played for Sunderland. I don't know what else he was, but I'm sure it was a player that once played for Sunderland that wrote into his contract about traveling to space. Am I right or am I wrong?
2: I'm going to award you half a point.
3: Whoa. Okay. okay.
2: I'm going to award you half a point because that that is so close. Oh, uh, do you know what? I'm feeling in a nice mood. You're you're a nice lad. I'll give you the point on this one. I'll give you it. I'll, I'm going to make the next one tougher, but yeah. I'll give you the full story. St- Swedish star Stefan Schwartz, who, who signed for Sunderland as a record fee of three and a half million pounds back in 1999. Signed a contract that included a bizarre clause dubbed the Space Clause, banning him from space travel. Yes!
1: Had a keen interest. Get in! Get in! No Get way. this!
2: Swartz had a keen interest in space travel and it was reported one of his advisors had secured tickets for the first passenger space flight. However, yes. Sunderland's contract clause prevented him from going into space, warning that a breach would result in the immediate termination of his contract. Mm. So, <laughs> an absolute rocket yes. of a shot, obviously a, a space rocket. <laughs> wonder if you saw Mark over Mars or Mark Venus. Yes, they were planetary yes. references. This cool cat was once a top gunner. Obviously, Mark, uh, Mark Schwartz. Stefan Schwartz was, uh, played one season for Arsenal. Um, not everyone over the moon with a record signing. So yes, Sunderland weren't over the moon. He had the space clause. He wasn't allowed to go over the moon, and he was our record signing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'll give you that one. Right, you couldn't name him, but yeah, I had didn't all know the name, here, I didn't which, know is, the name. Uh, which is good. Really, I didn't very, know the name, name. but well, I just what?
3: remember. I remember, and thank you to Craig Johns because I remember you writing on that in the Gazette and thinking it was hilarious. I always read the Gazette uh, through Craig Johns, one of my good friends, and uh, yeah, I remember him talking about that a couple of years ago. Because he's smart. only recent, isn't he? Like two thousand and twenty ish. Is no, that no, that no, mean, no, this, not... was,
2: this was way before this. He signed for us in 1999, I think. He he actually retired in 2003, we were his last club. But oh. One of my absolute all-time favourite son players, Stefan Schwartz. I, I, wow. One of the people I'd love to try and get onto a, a, a podcast and have a chat with, because he's a, be fantastic a very interesting chat, that. guy and, a, and a, a wonderful, wonderful midfielder.
3: Yeah, so he played anyway, for Arsenal as well, did he?
2: He did. Uh, Valencia, Arsenal, go. Fiorentina... Uh, and obviously, then he moved to a big club in Sunderland. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> Benfica as well. Sorry, uh,
5: anyway. wow. And Jack said, "Well yes, played, miss. Ted, and great guess, Rye as well." Um, Thank you. He didn't mention my guess of Michael UFO in nor Why heck? didn't he mention no. that? Um, yeah, I don't, what don't do, I don't think we should talk about that anymore. <laughs> 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 what you got coming up, Daz? Uh, well, we've got a really special interview this morning. We're going to be chatting to Shrek. Um, the actor, oh, yeah, the Rooney, we know he is. Has he got donkey? Uh, he, he's just on his own, just Shrek. Uh, actor ah. Anthony Lawrence is playing Shrek at the Sunderland Empire this week. Uh, it starts today, so we've got wow. Shrek on the show. Uh, so that'll be good. We've got the usual, um, uh, TV and showbiz uh, and all that sort of news, uh, and then we've got the quiz that's sweeping the nation. We know it's sweeping the nation, but uh, what's happened mm. is over this last week is our listeners have taken over. So it's another listener wow. takeover. They're sending us the Name That Themes for us to do. Um, that's brilliant. Wow. Yeah, it's fab. So can I do one? We, of can course you can. One? Of course you can. We'd love it.
2: I'll, I'll, I'll send you one. Wow. I'll, I've got a busy day at work, but I'll do that tonight.
5: Yeah, yeah, a listener edition. Yeah, Jeez. it doesn't have to be uh, straight away, but yeah, we'd love that. Um, so yeah, you can take part in the quiz that's sweeping the nation, Audible 3 2002 But we had I, one I on Friday.
2: pick with Radio Dad tomorrow, by the way, lads. Oh, yeah. Oh, he uh, oh. he he shunned me. What on Friday he shunned How dare me? he, oh, yes. that's, he, he did really. I I was listening. I was actually listening to the three legends, um, okay. and I, I sent a message in Ted from Cyprus. And you know what? He read it out, but it was not like it's Ted Ted from Cyprus or Ted who does the breakfast show and all that sort of nonsense. No, no, what was that it? He, pre- he, he like he pretended he didn't know me.
5: Oh. Yeah.
3: So we'll have a chat about wow. that tomorrow.
5: Yeah, <laughs> I, I would definitely bring that up. Um, oh, definitely. Jeez. Yeah, I, I think that needs mentioning. Um, that is d-
3: some Danny shitu on on Dave's behalf. There, I will tell you. <laughs> oh, wow. oh, oh my word! word. <laughs> oh. Oh so, God, I'm
5: going to
2: get
5: cancelled um, I'll be back on Thursday with the chat of footballers who, um, uh, who sound like body parts, we'll be doing that on Thursday as well just to, um, yeah no we won't No, we won't be doing that, uh, listen guys a pleasure as always
0: From Yarm to Yibby Harrington to Horsley Hill Swarwell to Silverlink the Northeast Footy Breakfast with Roy, Steve and Ted.
1: Right across the Northeast. The ra-